Well, guys, I'm Monica. And I'm Carly. And this is not Not Texas Texas Forever. What is it, Carly? This is, we've teased this for a little while, you guys. We wanted to take a little break in between seasons two and season three of Friday Night Lights, which is obviously our usual um, point of study. Scheduled programming. Yes, Mm -hmm. our, our regularly scheduled programming. But as some of our listeners know, Monica and I have been watching the OC for the first time over the last couple of months. And so we wanted to do, and also, as our listeners recall, we've had to do a number of little interrupt us episodes due to my body trying to kill me multiple times. So we wanted, and like other sad things that happened during the pandemic that we need to talk about, bummer episodes. Also, they're very powerful. You should check them out when you're in the right mood. Yes. But we wanted to do a happy Interruptus episode. So yeah. we are doing the OC Interruptus. And we're going to interrupt our regular programming to just talk about the OC. Well, Carly, why don't you introduce our, our guest for this OC Interruptus? Yes, my pleasure. This is our lovely friend, Tony, who hails all the way from Bulgaria, but is a solutions engineer here in Denver. He is an open devotee to the OC. He loves long walks on the beach, an afternoon truly, and famously disregards all cheese-related products. Look out, ladies. He's as handsome as Ryan Atwood and as in love with the OC as Cohen is with comics. Welcome, Tony Filipov. Thanks, guys. Really good intro, Carly. Awesome. That was pretty on point. (laughs) Did my best guesswork, but... The cheese thing I was pretty solid on. Yeah. Everyone knows this about me. <laughs> what you're known for. Yeah. And your name is Tony. That's sad. I feel like every Tony has to love cheese. Why? Wow. Yeah. Because of Italianness. <laughs> <laughs> that he's Bulgarian. Yeah. Exactly. So bye. <laughs> also very <laughs> much from Boston. So this is true. Yeah. I should have mentioned that in your bio. We also have like a heavy annoyingly Boston from boy. Boston. Yeah. Is there anybody from You're Boston a who's shirt. not annoyingly from Boston? Good question. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think we should talk about Tom Brady. Yeah, Ooh, do you want? Good. I can do like a forty-five-minute solo. <laughs> should we? Should we? Like should we figure. <laughs> him and, San, him and Sandy Tom. Cohen a lot in common. Ooh, lot in common have a this, lot so. to say yeah. about Daddy Sandy. Big time, big yeah. time. Yeah, we'll yeah, dig yeah, into yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically. To break it down for you guys, the OC is a big show and we cannot, like we usually spend two hours talking about a single episode of Friday Night Lights. So I'm a little scared. So there's a lot to cover here. So for your benefit, we have broken it into two parts. This is the OC Interruptus part one, where we are going to discuss seasons one and two. We have also done this to preserve Tony's integrity who has only watched seasons one and two of this show, despite it being his literal favorite TV show. Tony, why don't you tell us a little bit about your relationship with the show and what the deal is with the whole not finishing it thing. With the whole interruptus. (laughs) So, yeah. Good question. I don't want to watch three and four. Thanks for preserving my integrity. And I never will, I think, because it's going to ruin the show for me. I wish I had the same knowledge of, that Game of Thrones would go off the rails, like I know with oh god with the uh, with the OC, yeah. So I basically knew that it was going to go off the rails. So I just watched it until it was good, and then I just kind of gave up on it. So I think it that's was great, fair. Though. 
I think yeah. a lot of people feel that way about their favorite shows where they like end up not finishing it or just yeah. like deprive themselves of the seasons where it went downhill. I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Did you start season three and then you were like, nah, or did you just hear that it was not as good and you never watched a single episode? I heard about it um, from all of my friends that have watched it. And also, uh, I don't know if you know about Graph TV, but if you look up a show, Google a show and then Graph TV, it'll show you kind of the rankings. And I mean, obviously, I'm not a great rankings by one individual episode guy, but like over the course of a season, they can kind of show you a trajectory of where it's going. And the uh, <laughs> the OC season three and four were going downhill. So I just kind of didn't bother, bother, bother with them. It did get gotcha. pretty rough. Not gonna lie. It did. I I will say season three was definitely worth it. Season four is a shit show. I'd agree with that. I did yeah. Season three was like getting hey, off. Let's the not rails. let's not step on season three and four <laughs> episode podcast episode. <laughs> we're not gonna we're gonna do no spoilers. We're not gonna step you, into it. Worry. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. But I, I will disagree with Monica in that season three was like definitely not the same level as one and two, but enjoyable. Season four was yeah. like I was I was forcing myself to finish yeah i texted carly i go finishing the oc feels like homework at this point i'm like yeah. i don't want to watch it yeah yeah monica i like that you devoted a full section to one tree hill parallels a show which i've never seen and i feel like tony maybe also has never seen never i was seen. hoping maybe no i knew it <laughs> okay you can still well, discuss I, them if you like okay i'll do it really quickly just for any one tree hill people so one Tree Hill is something that I've watched later in life as well, but I watched it in college and also loved it so much. And actually, no, I don't think I need to, because you're just going to be like sitting there while I read it. I mean, I can <laughs> so react I for should. you. I can give you okay. what you want, BB. Okay. So, <laughs> so any OT age people out there, tell me if this is right <laughs> in your in your mind. Um, <laughs> so Summer was like, poor man's brook at the beginning who is sophia bush oh i can get because that she one. yes so she's like she starts as like stupid party girl and then has this big arc um i will say brooks arc is is a lot better than summers but i mean so sophia was, bush is like the goat it's just unreal so that was like immediately um jumped Ooh, out to me and cameos then in the show sophia bush there's a couple of one tree hill characters who cameo early in the oc and I think that I didn't look up the clip. I just read that she was like one of Summer's uh, classmates at some point, but she like maybe didn't even have I think a you're line, right. maybe one or two. Yeah. I know um, there's so many people in the show. Her, I can't wait and to then discuss. wasn't the guy who plays Luke in yeah. One Tree Hill? Or it was somebody um, else? No. Okay. Yeah. Um, but then also like at the very beginning, she likes Ryan, just like Brooke likes Lucas, who's Chad Michael Murray, who's supposed to end Chad up Michael Mathis. Exactly. And like, uh, but the Ryan and Summer thing is so short-lived. It's just kind of like, oh, who's the new hottie? And then she's like, Chino, ew. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the line. Right. And then Marissa is like skinny and like likes punk music, like Peyton, <laughs> who's the other girl in, o in OTH. And then... We have the brother dynamic because Luke and Nathan are half brothers. So you have the whole brother dynamic too, where they're not totally related, but they basically are. And then Peter Gallagher is a kind version of Dan, which is a very, that was very euphemistic because Dan is the absolute worst, but ah. they just kind of look similar and they have a similar daddy they vibe. Just have a similar look, a daddy vibe. Yes. But Sandy is much better human. And then 
Oh yeah. And then Ryan leaves Newport at the end of season one, just like Lucas leaves Tree Hill at the end of season one. Mm. And you like, you're just so annoyed. You're like, I know you're going to come back in like two episodes. We're just yeah. going to have to wait. Um, so when did it, One there was Tree just Hill so air? Parallels. So I looked this up and they aired like at the exact same time. Okay. So that's why it's weird. It's like, it's not like they were influenced. Maybe, maybe they were influenced by each other because of the writers or something, but it's not like one came out a year later and they had watched it or something. They both came out in 2003. Um, the I golden the age fall. of teen drama. So. Oh, wait, I, I took know, a bunch right? of notes. Hold on. I left well, Didn't my they desk. both get influenced by like Beverly Hills, 90210 or all of that yeah. jazz going on in the 90s, basically? Definitely. Yeah, I feel that for sure. Yeah, and then when was Gossip Girl? Gossip, Gossip Girl, Girl was, was like a little 06. later because it yeah. was also Josh Schwartz, who's the creator of oh, this. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. Great. So he was a producer on guys. I have a lot. This is what I didn't even put on our doc, Monica. I was going to say you have more notes. <laughs> I kind of went off on one. You I didn't start until like later in the day. Just like yeah. there was just a lot of good juice, guys. Yes, yes. Um. Oh yeah, I was going to say, Tony, you're right. It was mostly nine hundred two one zero in the hills, and then Josh Schwartz, like he grew up at those shows, and then he wanted to tell a sort of like more modern, more interesting take on it. And um, we'll get into some of the like unique aspects, but that was one of the reasons why people, and so like myself, that was one of the reasons why it never was on my radar. I never watched it because I thought it was literally just like 90210. A dumb, yeah, I thought I prejudged it for sure. What did you have against 90210? Anything in particular? I just, we weren't allowed to watch like what my Mm. mom would call trashy TV. The OC, I might've like been able to convince her on if I had tried because it was more like younger kids and and there's definitely sex, but it was still like pretty. It's not that bad. Yeah, it was not that bad. Um, But like 90210 and those things were just like what my parents would say were just about horrible people who treated each other horribly. And so that got kind of burned into my head. And do you remember that parody video of... Um, oh, it was of Laguna Beach. I might be able to find it. Hold on. Oh, I think I remember that too. I literally <laughs> thought that that was a parody of the OC. So mm. I thought that the yeah. OC was that show. And so I was like, oh, I don't want to watch that. I thought, I remember we had these like names or I don't know if I came up with them or not, but like Degrassi, we called Decrappy. <laughs> I remember and that. And then, yeah. And then the OC was only Caucasian. Oh, it was yeah. pretty. Yeah. Meshed. Which is, you know, pretty progressive, yeah. you know, uh, you know. Okay. I kind of want to play this parody. I think I found it. But Laguna Beach was after the OC. I think the other Let's thing see. is that you guys are a little bit younger than me. So like I was around when people were not to like like I was there but it was like I was <laughs> sixth was or seventh there. grade when it was going on so girls were obsessed with it and then guys quickly yeah. became obsessed with it too so um, the so OC aired in 2003 and mm-hmm. Laguna Beach aired in 2004 mm-hmm. oh, so okay. by the time that they were both like in our middle school zeitgeist Monica Mm-hmm. They were. That's probably why I had them confused. They were just like all of those shows were on at the same time, except wait, yes. how many years? How old are you, Tony? Thirty. Oh, that's right. Oh, I forgot. Mm-hmm. You oh, did your big right. three. Uh, um, yes. Yeah, so I just feel like all of these shows were on at the same the, at the same time, and I wasn't allowed to watch any of them, and I just got them all yes. confused. 
I know. And the cool thing, another, sorry, a parallel with One Tree Hill and OC, but it's relevant is that, so they just started a One Tree Hill podcast, the um, Sophia Bush and two of the other leads, and it's nice. awesome already. Um, but they were talking about how like everyone loved the show because they connected with the characters. The acting was really good, but like, and they just brought like a really mediocre script to life. And that's kind of like the OC. Like, it's not amazingly written. It's not, I mean, it's really dramatic and like it has really dumb moments, but like you connect with the characters and there's like great acting moments. And so I, there's shows that I prejudged that I was like, oh, they're dumb, but they're not dumb. They're just like dramatic and soapy, but there's also really like, there's, there's substance always, to them. Yeah, there's, if it like yeah. was viewed by that many people, there's always some level of su- of substance. And like, I'll get into why, why I think the OC was super unique, but um, okay, let's play this little parody. Okay, yes, quick. Laguna Biatch. I yes. totally remember Do you remember this? this? Yes. Guys, one of the first <laughs> very yeah. early YouTube viral videos. Yes. That's good. I mean, the whole clip's like yeah, five minutes, but yeah, we're yeah, doing it. That's play hilarious. That. But and that's hilarious. A perfect intro. So yes. I pulled for you guys um, just a little show synopsis. And it says so this is like from when it was first released. A troubled youth becomes embroiled in the lives of a close knit group of people in the wealthy upper class neighborhood of Newport Beach, Orange County, California. So very okay. intriguing. Also, do you think that they could ever, ever get a show to air nowadays that's just about white rich people? Nope. And that's the only storyline. They're just like, what are these white rich people's lives? Let's tell what the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, it's nice to watch a show that was set during that time. And it was a really unique time in between like before social media, but we had texting and like, it was just the early 2000s. You know why we love them. Yeah. And I'm just glad that no, there's yeah. something preserved, um, even if it's not really a show that would be worth making in in the modern times at this moment. Yes. Yeah, like obviously we didn't live in mansions on Newport Beach, but nope. we went to prep school and we, so like the schooling aspect of it too is very- Yeah, um, we sat around the pool. That pressure. And- we wore Hollister flip-flops and stood in yeah. tiled kitchens- you're writing me a poem again. Well, <laughs> yeah, Tony. Uh, what was to be uh, on the other you... side of that? I was in <laughs> yeah. Boston, Massachusetts, where you know we get sunshine for like a month or two. Uh, <laughs> did not grow up super rich either, so uh, I did grow up in a nice town though. So there was a lot of people like the Cohens there. There were you know helping out the non uh, wealthy people, so it was nice. Tony, um, were you on the other side of the tracks? Definitely. Yeah. He's from Chino. The country too. <laughs> well, actually, you have more in common with the show's creator than anyone else. So True. he was actually um, an East Coast little Jew boy. He's from Providence, Rhode Island, and yeah. um, 
He went to school He's at so USC cool. though. So, but he did, you can tell that he, there was a third eye lens into this community that was able to tell their stories about people like this in a reflexive way that wasn't yeah. obnoxious to watch. We're really wistful for for California. We really like <laughs> fantasize about that place. So I totally see Ooh, what he's talking about. Is that like a Boston it. secret that you guys all lust for California? Secret. It's Go, not a secret. Go to open. go to LA. There's a million Boston bars. <laughs> it's, really? Uh, there's so many people. It's like a diaspora. Of is Boston it just the sunshine, or do y'all are y'all like obsessed with the culture too? I think it might be both. Um, kind of like that um, different kind of more laid back culture that we don't have, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I meet a lot of people from Boston when I go to so- SoCal and they're always uh, either came out early to be part of like the beatnik kind of crazy. Yeah. I'm going to sleep on the beach and do a bunch of drugs or it kind of came out because um, the sunshine and then it never left. Yeah. Love it. Maybe they also wanted to address their inner rage from growing up in Boston. Maybe. <laughs> So when you heard the theme song, Tony, were you like, California, here, we here come. I come. Can we yes. talk about the music at some point for the oh, show? Oh, we will. Yes, oh there God. is a music section yeah. all right, because great. that's important. Yes, Monica does a music section for all of our episodes in Friday Night Lights because similar to Friday Night Lights, um, both of the OC, both of them really highlighted like up and coming musicians in a way that other shows didn't. So I feel like both yeah. both of these shows really like brought a lot of artists out of the woodworks. The OC though, like way on a, on a totally different level, but also didn't One Tree Hill do that too, Monica? I was about to say, that's another parallel. Like there's literally a club at in Tree Hill and like Jimmy uh, yeah. Eat World, Jack's Mannequin, they all mm-hmm. perform. <gasps> like, and, like Oh my God. You know how like um, Death Cab performs in the OC yes. and like stuff like that. It's just Rudy. like that, but even bigger yes. scale, I think. Um, Imagine mm-hmm. Heap. Yeah. Basically, Seth Cohen's taste in music is like my literal iTunes playlist yes. from the early yep. 2000s. Yep. Okay, yep. which one was bigger culture-wise, though? Was it One Tree Hill or was it the OC? <sighs> That's what I don't know. I, I feel like they're pretty even. Mm-hmm. I think they're yeah. pretty neck and neck. Here, we can One Tree Hill had like a million, a million seasons on One Tree Hill, right? So yeah, How many yeah. seasons, Monica? That helped. Nine. Like a million. Yeah. <laughs> Nine or a million. Nine versus four. So that's pretty mm-hmm. significant. I would say then One Tree Hill probably has more significance just because of its length. But I'm looking up here and uh, the OC had way more viewers. Um, really? At least season one of One Tree Hill had about three and a half million viewers, bumping up to four, pushing five as the seasons went on. But I'm pretty sure that um, One Tree Hill launched with like eight million views, or I mean the OC. Sorry, they got OC, they yeah. were rated the highest. They were the highest watched um show of the season. Gotcha. Oh my gosh, so yeah, 12, 12 and a half so million much. viewers. Oh wow. Um, so the OC was bigger, but One Tree Hill was longer. Yes. But yes, we do love the music. Um, we'll get into yeah. that. So basically, we just we just have some like overall show things to hit on, which some of these we've just yes. chatted about. And then we'll get yeah. into the depths of season one and season two. Okay, so one of my first notes and one of the things I feel like sets the OC apart from all those other teen shows that were on at the same time is that it depicted a male friendship as like the center mm. plot line. Um, and that's really unique. I feel like even still... I mean, New Girl kind of, 
But really for the yeah. male friendship to be the actual center plot line, um, I feel like it's really, really unique. What do we, what do we think on that? Yeah. I, about your I mother, think, male French friendship. That's true. No, works. that's true. For like a drama of this kind of style, I think it's unique. And I remember when I started this, um, my friend Addison, who will be on part two, was like, the boys are really it in this show. And she goes, and also the parents, you know, because yes. it's like Summer and Marissa are great, but like they're not they're not the main people. And right. usually you're kind of like you're thinking that they're going to be the standout. Um, and I thought I really enjoyed that. Same. So the other thing yeah. is that it's like equally about the parents in terms of yeah. screen time, even just like yeah. out of the gates, yeah. they're telling both stories completely equally, um, which I loved. There are definitely people out there though that were that are like, I don't care about the parents or vice versa. They're like, eh, the kids are kind of lame. I like it for the parents. <laughs> what are our, does anybody have strong feelings? Oh, I, I love that they showed both. I mean, the symmetry yeah. is really what made yeah. the show, you know, one episode, um, they're going through like in-law trouble the 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 adults are and so is ryan and like they're sympathizing over it and it really it that's part of the reason why they could get away with letting these kids essentially run themselves yes uh, for for four years uh because there was a lot of similarities between the adults and the kids totally and it's what makes Agreed. like each episode about something bigger than itself like friday night lights that yeah. there's always like the characters drama and then there's whatever's going on on the football field and it's always these like synergistic really beautiful like what they're trying to say about the characters development they can also tell through like the football playing in these really cool ways and I feel like it's the same with the kids and the parents and like I genuinely enjoy both storylines equally like if there's equally. a me too parent heavy episode episode versus a kid heavy episode like I couldn't tell you I preference one or the other yeah i wonder if i would have felt the same if i watched it like at 13 14 you know i know but obviously being 27 now i'm like i i feel like in between those two generations so i liked both same i yeah. wish there were there are a lot of things i wish i knew what my 13 year old self would have thought about some i can <laughs> yeah. take a gander mm. but some i'm like i really wonder if i would have actually like i think i would have hated Marissa. Marissa, big time. <laughs> yeah, you would have. <laughs> yeah. I never liked those like pretty, popular, kind <laughs> girls that were like intelligent to talk to. Hated them. Just hated them. Right. The worst. Yeah, totally. <laughs> One of the other things I love about the OC, which is like, and Monica and I've kind of talked about this in whenever we get on tangents before, but I feel like one of the reasons it gets away with telling these like stories about just rich people where it could feel super um, tinny and thin mm -hmm. is that um, they are like kind of reflexive about the OC. They, it like make the show makes fun of itself in a lot of ways. Yes. And yes. it makes it like, it just gives it this extra dimension of intelligence and they already have really intelligent writers and they casted intelligent people like Adam Brody who like ad libs his way through everything and, definitely like adds a certain dynamic but yeah i just i love when they they kind of like laugh at their own lives like the noopsies yes yeah. i know i think that's what makes it charming is it's not because i i assumed it was kind of like a rich and snooty show and i always thought too that ben mckenzie was like the rich one like i didn't i didn't think he was gonna <laughs> I be didn't, like yeah Chino i didn't know guy, there was know? like um a, an at-risk youth involved exactly and so yeah, the fact that it shows 
both of those worlds and then makes fun of itself. Um, I really, I really enjoyed. And I also love, which I'm sure we'll get into more like Sandy's journey of like, well, I want to help these people. And, but my life does not reflect what mm-hmm. I'd stand yeah, for. And, Sandy, Sandy yeah. comes from dirt. Yeah. The streets of there Brooklyn. Was- Wait, where is he from again? Bronx. The Bronx. Oh, the Bronx. Be down. Um, yes, yeah. Bronx, I mean, there's yeah. also like this feeling that they want to get out. Like Sandy is constantly like, I want to move away. I want to go back to Berkeley and be a hippie. Mm-hmm. Which who can't relate to having a feeling of I want to get out of where I am. <laughs> like yeah. every day. Every day. Yeah. Every I, wish day. I could escape. <laughs> um, okay. One of the other things I wanted to talk about is just like. Obviously, there are a lot of things in the show, just like all the shows that Monica and I look back on from the early aughts that like just would totally not fly now. Like obviously mm-hmm. the whole like Chino stuff, like kid from from the other side of the tracks. And it's just like this little white boy. <laughs> right. Um, and then but Chino is also a real town. I don't know. It's just like kind of funny. <laughs> I know. I just love the way they talk about Chino and they're always like getting their cars and they're like, oh God, no, <laughs> I'm going to Chino. And it's like everyone it's like is, Chernobyl. Is like, yeah, it's like filled with murderers and drug dealers. And, <laughs> and, and poisonous like, air. The land of sinners. Yeah. I don't know if you've looked at Redfin for Chino, but home prices are on the rise. So, oh. okay. so it's gentrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's getting there. Maybe that made that city like desirable. Like, People that were fans of the OC were like, oh, we should go visit Chino. Their depiction wow. was sparkling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. Uh, let's go see how ugly it is and make fun of it and post like really artsy Instagrams. Let's do it. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> okay. The other thing that does that did kind of get a, like start getting under my skin hmm. is sometimes Sandy plays that like, I'm from the Bronx. I'm a public defender. But then yeah. he's still like, um, there's like a specific moment I'm thinking of, but we'll get into it in part two because it's later. But where Sandy's like using his history as a public defender to actively try and put get his son. It's like some something college related or something. I can't remember, but very like entitled. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I was like, okay, yeah. that's kind of a dick, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, sometimes he's a little holier than thou. A wee bit. But he is pretty bit. holy. But he is pretty holy. I mean... This is the first anti-Sandy Cohen take I've ever heard in my life. So good for you. It's the only thing I could come up with. (laughs) Although I think Monica has one. Oh, his hair. And his singing. (sighs) Wait, you don't like his hair? What? I don't know. I love his hair. But the hair in season one where it's like. Man bangs. Yeah. Man bangs. There's a little. (laughs) The man bangs. The man bangs. But when he pushed that up. When he scooped it. um, His hair looks sexy pushed back for sure. Um. (laughs) His singing made me extremely uncomfortable. Monica hates and it was so weird. that part of his character. I think it's hilarious. I mean, it was funny, but wasn't it her birthday? And then he just like yes. performs an entire concert for her birthday. I'm like, you're getting all the attention. I know, but didn't you notice? So like, and you texted me and told me that you were hating that scene. And I was like, okay, just wait. Yes. His whole singing side, like everyone on the show hates it too. Right. So it makes it funny. Like, Throughout the rest of the show, they're always like, oh, just give him a microphone and he'll go away. You're like, no, yeah. 
No, I found I found that like trope funny, but the fact that like I thought he was just gonna sing a song to his wife on his on her birthday and then go join her and hang out with her. But no, he just like was like, I'm gonna perform a 10 song set on my wife's birthday. His voice is amazing though. I you didn't I don't know. Tony, maybe it was just because it was so unexpected, but I feel like Kirsten, classic uh, older child, doesn't love the attention. So I think she's fine with him mm. singing. And that's okay. the man she loves. So she'll probably sit there for a full, you know, hour long concert if it, she, she needs did. To. Yeah. All right. Pulling a little angel's advocate. Love it. I'll defend him for a- any take you want. So just call on me when you need me to You're his Sandy. public defender. For yes. sure. Ooh. Okay. Speaking of, ooh, one of my one of my fun facts has come up. Oh, go. So speaking of Sandy and public defenders, there is since this show or has been established since this show, the Sandy Cohen Fellowship at the Berkeley School of Law. And it's Uh like a very common grant to achieve. People call it, quote, the Sandy. Isn't that cute? That's really cute. I I just have chills. I just got chills. That's really cute. (laughs) Yeah, guys, I've got a whole I've got a whole page of of fun notes on notes sprinkle in i kind of was just like reflexively doing a film section i think <laughs> i think so but it's great yeah. i'm glad because i wrote like 10 notes i was like we'll do it Sweet. Sweet. okay so let's get into season one why don't we let's do it okay eat so the pilot aired let's see okay season one ran from august 5th 2003 through may 5th 2004 it's actually kind of interesting because yeah it's a 27 episode season yeah Yeah. if you're familiar with tv at all that is not normal especially for an hour-long drama i mean they definitely used to be longer like 2022 27 is absolutely unheard of but i can tell you what happened Tony might remember this because he's in a little old lady. But um, <laughs> when it originally aired, they did a seven episode mini season to start it off because then Fox went on like 10 weeks, like didn't wasn't airing the show because of uh, Major League Baseball's um, championships and World Series season. was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know. I've never heard of that happening, of them having to just end a show because they're like, it's time for baseball. Maybe it was Boston-based. But um, <laughs> I, I feel like they could air, you know, simultaneously, but maybe not. I don't yeah, even know. Weird. They had to halt the OC there was, for baseball. There was a time when baseball actually mattered in this country. So that was that time. <laughs> and yeah, they had to do Thank it. Thank you for coming to Tony's TED Talk. I know I'm getting the old lady vibe now. There was a time when baseball meant something to this great country. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not here to talk about that. Should I play the promo? <laughs> yes, please. Okay, so I pulled okay. the original <laughs> promo video trailer for season one of the OC. And you guys, brace yourselves. I can't wait. Here we go. Ryan Atwood was a good kid caught in a bad situation. You gotta have a plan, some kind of a dream. And things were about to go from bad to worse. Why don't you go to my house? Mom, where am I gonna go? Only now, he's getting another chance at life. You brought him home? In a whole new world. He's not a criminal mastermind. Oh, he's it's glorious. But in the OC, nowhere to go, nowhere to go. Welcome to the dark side. 
Fox presents a new series about one kid who had nothing to live for. Oh, this is how it's done in Orange County. Rock bottom. And one family who needed something to hold on to. I don't want this kid in my house. My house. Where's she yes. supposed to go? Yes. It's a family. It's not up to you to decide whether or not they're good enough. Welcome to the OC. Bitches. I think I can get in less trouble where I'm from. You have no idea. A new series coming soon to Fox. Oh, right. thank you for that beautiful gift. You're welcome. Wow. It is glorious. I've seen that, I've seen that like 20 times that episode. I think just that one. <laughs> that pilot episode. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. It is. Monica uh, wrote a note about how it is like one of the best pilots ever. It hooks you from the get-go. Mm-hmm. No, it really does. Um, I loved Trouble, Coldplay, and then some Lifehouse. Yes. Yes. I know they came in strong with the music licensees, but yes, yes, yes. Um, okay. I also pulled Ryan first meeting Marissa, which is like iconic. Ooh, it is iconic. Pilot. Yeah. Be whoever you want me material. to be. Oh, exactly. God, so, good. so good. And I heard on the welcome to the OC bitches podcast that they really had to fight for him being able to smoke because it's a yes. teen show. And they're like, it's just not going to be the same if he doesn't, if he's not smoking. And it's so true. And it was the it's only so thing they were ever able to get a cigarette in. And yeah, that the, uh, they were probably the last show of this category to ever have a cigarette in, in a kid's hand. Yeah. I have a, I have a cigarette take if you guys want me to give it to you. Just we while want we're it. talking here. We want I it. Think, you know how HBO, Showtime, all those shows like True Detective, it's just basically awesome people chain smoking for the entirety of the show. Mad Men. I think, yeah, I think there's like a lobby that pays them secretly from like um, RJ Reynolds, whoever the big companies are nowadays. I don't know them. And yeah, so they have to put it in their shows to make these people look cool. And that's what cigarettes are all about, being cool. Exactly. Well, it used to be like that, but Big Tobacco is not allowed to make ad placements like that anymore. But it is a it is a pretty interesting thing, and it's also really interesting to look up how they do it. Smoking on TV is like a whole rabbit hole that you can go down, which I won't get too descriptive for you. But it's super interesting if you imagine how many cuts they do for every single scene, and yeah. that cigarette's going to be a different length every single. There's absolutely no way to have perfect prop continuity on that. So yeah. there's like a whole business of designing fake cigarettes that burn super slowly. Like Mad Men, it was always an issue because they never stopped smoking in that show, like ever. Um, but if yeah. you sit and watch the cigarettes in really almost any TV show, you can watch it change lengths oh, yeah. every five seconds. <laughs> That's true. I never thought about that. Yeah. Have you all ever played with those like costume cigarettes? They look pretty real. Yes, they, Monica, like... remember our incident? Oh. In seventh grade in San Antonio? Yes. Wait, what happened? We were on a school trip to the damn Alamo. Mm, the damn Alamo. And we like stopped at a oh. little magic shop and Monica and I bought yep. fake cigarettes and we're like, oh shit, we are going <laughs> to fool these teachers it's so weird. hard. And we like go behind a tree. The whole class is like at this outside park or something. But this, they were like, you literally just would blow into it. And then uh, like baby powder would puff out the other end. Yeah. And it would like light up a little bit. Yes. On this, One of the, the teachers end. came over and we're like, oh shit, it's happening. We're so scared. She comes over and she was just like, let me see the fake cigarettes. I'm like, how did you know? <laughs> and they were probably like, I don't think Monica Moser is smoking. <laughs> 
Monica Moser and Carly Maybe Rellis are Carly. not over the not not yet not in seventh grade no not 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 twelve <laughs> I didn't hate Authority until about ninth grade yeah yeah even yeah. in that OC scene it would like the cigarette would be different lengths all the time and totally it would drive me wild I'm sure too. yeah all right let's play okay, it. yeah let's here we it. go so, who are you whoever you want me to be okay. Hey, can I bomb a cigarette? He lights it for her yes. romantically. Yes. Right? Beautiful. And not even like lights it with a lighter, like uses his own cigarette. Very sensual. So it's even more intimate. Mm-hmm. Classic Judy Euro High School for all of us, right? <laughs> Same. cul-de-sac. <laughs> so, what are you doing here? Seriously. Seriously? I stole a car. <laughs> also, crashed it. same as my high school experience. <laughs> Actually, my brother did. Since he had a gun and drugs on him, he's in jail. I got out. And my mom threw me out. She pissed off and drunk. Mr. Cohen took me in. Marissa's like, wow, you check all my boxes. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, we and it's love so perfect because he he recounts it so dramatically, just enough where she's like, Oh, this is like a bit, you know? Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, so we know he doesn't take his life too seriously. We know he's no. a badass. Yeah. Yeah, and then that social security line that he had in the first episode was hilarious too. It was so campy. The show was so campy. For Wait, the first what's his episode. social security line? Yeah, what's the line? When uh, Sandy's like, "You got to have a plan," and he's like, "Well, social security's going to run out by twenty thirty two, so oh. you know, I'm not oh. too quick to commit to anything." Like, yeah, I do love how they made him like, um, what was it? Oh, Goodwill Punting vibes a little bit. He was just like a little yes. super smart kid. Yeah. So, Tony, that's we reference that show so often in our regular football show. We call it Goodwill Punting. Yes, that wasn't a mistake. <laughs> she knows the real title. <laughs> but I will say, I have a little confession. Mm. I did not like Ryan Atwood's character at all until season two. Like, hated him. Mm. I I didn't even know he was like the the stud muffin of the show until I like looked it up later. Um, And I was like, oh, people like him. Okay. But then he got way better for me. Yeah. He definitely gets better. um, But I I liked him from the beginning. I like a, I like an underdog. He had a good moral compass. Yeah. Great moral compass. Great moral compass. Really just drags you into his life. Yeah. yeah, I guess I just didn't love, I think, I mean, this is maybe a part two thing, but his character, he just seems to get more outgoing as the show goes on. And in this yeah. first season, maybe it's just his acting of the quiet brooding thing, but it, I just, yeah, I was like, why does everyone like him so much? He seems... Well, I mean, that's kind of how the, these shows are built. This is this is Alice yeah. in Wonderland, right? You're going down the rabbit hole. He is Alice, so you gotta <laughs> like Alice. Um, yeah, this is true. And I like him a lot. 
And back yeah. in the slower pace of pre-streaming television where like it could take mm-hmm. 10 episodes to warm up to a character. They were they had time to do that yeah. back in those days. Yeah. yeah. You can kind of yeah, sit I, with it. Yeah, cuz I yeah, I didn't love how he was so just passive and reactionary. Yeah. Like I did I did find him like kind of boring, but I did yeah, I found that pretty relatable to like that kind of introverted guy it takes like a long time to show personality <laughs> and so it like took it a whole season you know um yeah but yeah i still liked him i loved how so i've always kind of thought that especially more as the show goes on but that ryan kind of becomes like kirsten's like her kid and yeah. seth mm. is sandy's like sandy's boy um, yeah I feel like when Ryan left after the end of season one and Kirsten's the one who like, we'll get into that in season two, but she's the one who like falls apart over it. Yeah. That's when I was like, oh, he's, he's her boy. Yeah. Seth is just a little Sandy. Yes. I also loved when, you know, Kirsten's obviously like, it's like, I don't know about this kid, you know, staying at our house or whatever. And then she's like, he's like, where are you going? And she's like, to go hide the jewels or whatever. And the, she goes, no, to go, to, to go get fresh sheets. Like he's going to yeah. have to, oh, yeah. you know, he needs a blanket. And it's like, that was oh. such an awesome moment. Cause for yeah. a second, you, you didn't know which way she you was going. You don't know her. Yeah. 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 And then she's like immediately a, a good, good, good person, like a saint basically. So. Yeah. And that's another way that they like mm-hmm. kind of laugh at themselves on the show that makes them super relatable and likable. Mm hmm. Although Kirsten is one of my, I mean, I love them all deeply. So this is like, you know, everyone is high on the bar, but not my favorite character of the show. No. A power ranking. She's, she's number five for me. (laughs) Okay. Let's wait. Yeah. Start at the very beginning. Let's start at the very beginning. Okay. So Seth, Sandy, Summer, uh, after that's Maris. And then it's uh, Kirsten. And Wait, where's Ryan? Ryan. <laughs> At the end, <laughs> Ryan is six. six. Yeah. Okay. That is then after maybe, that, Luke. And, that's pretty good. Yeah. I did end up liking Luke by the end of his character arc. Love I Luke. love yeah. Luke and I love Julie them. Cooper. Yeah. Well, he's like, still I, a dick. I will hate him for what he did. But I did sure. grow. But he to goes like through so he goes through so much character <laughs> development, and then they're just like, "All right, off into the world." <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't think have to he, be here anymore. <laughs> Oh, I think he went to a show or something. Let me um, look it up okay. real quick. Yeah, he's been in a ton. I mean, he was like chiseled. Like if you could describe the sexy California boy of yeah. the early 2000s, like he was the cartoon next to it in the dictionary. Yes, he's like Johnny Bravo, like <laughs> like literal Barbie cut glass. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I loved that. I love that they made him likable. Like at the beginning, you're just like, oh, they could just make this guy a total douche so you want her to be with Ryan, which they do at the beginning. But then you start to see little trickles of like, like I think Luke helps uh, Ryan's drunk mom or something. And then like Marissa goes up and like holds his hand because he's like being a good guy. I don't know. There's just like, there's sweet moments between them where you're like, oh, I see their history and why she likes him. Yes. Even though you still Especially when we get visited by Banana. 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 We'll get into (laughs) <laughs> the uh the villains in the first season were better on like the adult side than the the kids even yes. though oliver was yes. the my least favorite human Hate being like, real or a lot no that's not that's too much but still like <laughs> he's the guy that kirsten ended up liking right oliver the magazine no, editor, oliver's the guy that like 
threatens to like kill himself and yeah. is in the hotel room. And oh God. Hits on Marissa. Oh, I had totally yes. forgotten about Oliver. Oh, he's awful. Lord. Yeah. yeah. I really enjoyed watching him get caught though. That was a good payoff. Yeah. yeah that was good. Yeah. And then I like the way Ryan reacted to that afterwards. Cause Marissa's like, yeah. Hey, let's get back together. Like nothing happened. Yeah. He's like, hold on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> yeah. He is Marissa's stabilizing force for sure. Yeah. I mean, for sure. We see that later on, but he is like, yeah. Shout out Tijuana. Tijuana. So that's a pretty famous scene um, is Marissa's overdose. Oh, I was going to say on your comment on the villains. I totally agree. I freaking loved Caleb Nichols. I was so bummed Mm. when he died. I loved watching his character. I love Julie. She might be my favorite. She's my favorite character arc. Like, Yes, the, it's definitely my favorite character arc. Mm-hmm. Or the four. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. She gets super, she like goes through the most change, I feel like. I did too. I loved her. Yeah. yeah. And Jimmy, it was so perfect. I wrote this down that like Tate Donovan was the perfect choice for him Tate. because Jimmy is such a deadbeat dad. He does everything wrong. Like does yes. not do a single thing Total right. Bummer. And you still like him. I, you love him. <laughs> you He's still are like, lovable. oh, yeah. yes. his last day. <laughs> Yes. He's a golden retriever. That's why they have him like holding oh, a golden retriever is. with you at all times, within all times. Cause you know, to remind you that he yeah. is also one. Yeah. yeah. So this show is just the fucking ultimate at finding those like men that are kind of funny looking, but like just <laughs> drip charisma, like Adam Brody yes. and Tate Donovan and honestly, yeah. Patrick Gallagher. Like they're just like, I mean, yeah. he's Peter pretty classic or good looking <laughs> Peter Gallagher. Sorry, <laughs> it's gonna keep happening. Um, I got you. But they're just like masters of finding that type of person that you just are like addicted to watching. Yes. Ooh, you know who had the like sexiest voice to me was Zach, Summer's other boyfriend. Oh, I did like Zach. Right. He had like a very calming voice every time he was on yeah. screen. I was like, ah. Oh, I think that was yeah. intentional casting. I think that was a part of his character. Yes. He's supposed to be the opposite. Like yes. personality of Seth Cohen, so he's like, uh, like homie. Yeah, yes. doesn't have that nasally little thing. Like, you can tell his words are chosen and calculated. Like yes, yeah. <laughs> More like the father, like Summer's father, and yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. he's a great character too. <clears throat> yeah, but we don't really get to know him early on. I don't think. Yeah, yeah he's. Yeah. I love the yeah. stepmom references when she's like, yeah, you know, yes. she already did all the Vicodin in Southern California, so she wants right. me to get some more. What does she call her step monster? <laughs> That monster. That monster. Yeah. Yep. So, so Summer, Rachel Bilson, who we love, yes. um, yeah. she was actually originally not a part of the main squad. She was mm-hmm. um, not even listed as a season regular until like episode 10 or something. Good for her. Earned yeah. It. She really know, earned right? her playing time. Yeah. She knows yeah, she, she did. And, she and so. Julie Cooper. I mean, whatever her name. Yes. Really Both is. of them yeah. were not intended mm-hmm. to be real big parts of the show. Um, and then they were the two that got signed as season reg- regulars, finally, like halfway through season one. Yes. Go ladies. Yes. Um, but I did, I loved Summer's character, like from beginning to end. Like she, there's not a, there's so many, I don't know, just in a show where you love all the people this much, it's so easy for the something to go sour and for them to just ruin that character. But like, yeah. she's just likable. Yeah, she's not in the very beginning. She's like 
yeah. insufferable. And she's so mean to Seth. I remember just being like, oh, I know she's got to have a huge arc because I'm like, she's such a bitch. And she also wears like way too much makeup. Like yes. Rachel Bilson was the talking about how she was gloss. like, I hate summer in the beginning. And everyone's like, yeah. Yeah. She was too much like a party party person. And uh, yes. they, they got away from that kind of. So, so that, that really got let their personality shine outside of all the drugs and rock and roll and, and alcohol. So, yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay, let's see if I... I think I pulled um, their first... I pulled Seth and Summer's first kiss. Oh, okay. Is it on the boat or is it It's on. It's under... It's at the party. It's at that dance. Oh, yeah. Caleb's birthday party. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. Which, okay, I think yeah. I have some thoughts on this, but I will wait to share them okay. until we play it. Um, okay, here we go. This is like a memorable kiss, but it's not their first one. But it is uh, sweet. It's okay. a sweet scene. So we'll play it. This kid bothering you, Summer? No, it's okay. Thanks. Colin, you're making a scene. I need to talk to you. I'll IM you later. I'll IM you later. What's wrong up there? Oh my god, no. Yeah, yeah, she's I'll doing do. the kissing booth. All these other guys. Oh, right? yes. Yeah. Acknowledge me now or lose me forever. With the water polo team. Hmm. Yes, it's always the water polo. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I'm a big dork and I listen to emo and I'm dating her. Why are you so listening to emo? I like you this much. And if you don't feel the same way about me, then someone's going to have to give me a hand down because it's really high up here and I could fall and that would be embarrassing. More embarrassing. Oh, and it's sweet because Anna's there and she's like sad but also happy for them. She oh, gets a yes, little, like, I do like Anna. It's sweet. Uh, yeah, I liked Anna. I did not like Anna. It was not a fan. <sighs> I thought she was a bad actress, but I liked her for Seth and was kind of like, they kind of work better. But I had moments. I liked watching their like struggles because I would have moments where I liked her and moments where I didn't and same with summer and they like kept it to where you kind of didn't really, or were always confused about who you wanted him to pick. (laughs) Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. They did. They did a really good job of that. Like I was talking about with Luke and then with her and then with Zach, like all these people that are competing for the main characters, love interest. You're actually like, I, kind of like them like they didn't yeah. make them like really unlikable where you're just like oh there's really not that many unlikable together. characters on the show like yeah who's like Did the girl you like that... olivia wilde's character or uh, yes. I, oh i didn't <laughs> okay but monica's biased because i mean i love olivia wilde too but i did not like yes. her character no, she, so she directed my favorite movie, Booksmart. Um, but she i know i didn't like like her character but i thought she brought such a interesting energy yeah. to season two oh, i love sure. her as an actress right she was awesome in house and everything else she's, she's done such but a good she actress. wasn't great in the oc i don't think i didn't love it <laughs> you didn't like her acting or you didn't like the character i didn't like the character i don't th- i don't think i liked her acting either okay yeah yeah fair, i thought fair. her character was shallow i yeah i don't know if it was really her or the writing or both but mm-hmm. it just in it also felt like way over the top i guess but maybe maybe that's like me being naive but also i yeah, get really I annoyed she fit in some... perfectly with the soapy vibe and but still kept it kind of real i don't know i guess i also get annoyed at the like i mean they still do this on tv but particularly during this time if they're gonna 
uh, depict a female gay couple they're always both just like extremely <laughs> hot and femme and I'm just like That's you not clearly realistic. just needed two you just wanted two hot girls to make out exactly yeah no it didn't feel like a great progressive moment <laughs> yeah and I love that that was so uh, such a shocking thing like <laughs> when they find out they're like I was actually pretty shocked girl? I didn't I really know, too. like, I was still temperature checking the show of, like, how intense yes. it would get with plot lines. No, I know. Like, it was still, it was still a shocking plot line, but the fact that in the, in the, like, context of the show, they're like, oh my god, like, she's yes. bi? Like, that that was so crazy then. It was well, everyone else freaked out, too. Like, just even looking for these YouTube clips, I would, like, kind of have to do a page <laughs> or two of digging. Not for... Marissa and Alex searches. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> exploding. Yeah, every single <laughs> clip I could find. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I think I did pull sense. one of them. Let's see. Oh, wait, that's season two. Just kidding. Yeah, I'm kind of talking about season two. No, that's fine. I just mean, let's play the clip later because it's like a full yeah, season. Yeah, two um, season one. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. speaking of plot lines, <laughs> some plot lines that not that fans were a little iffy on the whole Teresa mm. thing is pretty hotly contested. Remember Who's when Teresa? Marissa just Ryan's shows up girlfriend. in Chino? Yeah. Like yes. Marissa goes to Chino and just hides out. And then yes. Ryan is like, where is she? And, and she they're like at a quinceanera. Like she, <laughs> she's like yeah. wearing a little Mexican dress. I'm like, okay guys. <laughs> yeah, okay, it goes like the we... engagement party and she's like hosting <laughs> yes. the engagement party. It's like she'd been there a day. Like who is this? So girl? inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> Marissa always like made really fast friends with people. <laughs> You're yeah. like, she is beautiful. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And also, you know, didn't have connections with her parents and stuff. So like, yeah. I feel like she really just like went all in on people. Mm. Yes, that's true. But what, what parts of the tree? So the, like the pregnancy, the, well, I just, just didn't really her like her in general. I didn't like, I yeah, mean, I know you're not her. supposed to, you're supposed to want him to get back with Marissa. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's kind of like in later Harry Potter when Harry starts getting real martyry and you start getting annoyed with him. He's like, I must rescue her. Like, that's kind yeah. of how Teresa really brought that out of Ryan. And I was like, all right, you're like a 16 year old boy. Like, it's it's not yeah. up to it's not just up to you. Someone else right. has control also. <laughs> <laughs> you're not the only one in control. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I know that's his thing is going to rescue harry potter as a parallel to the oc ryan atwood is harry potter i did just <laughs> hermione do is, is totally. i don't know if hermione's hermione represented is in the oc <laughs> if she is she's seth that's, that's so true. true she probably would be <laughs> so. who's draco caleb mm, yeah oh my gosh mm, mike oh, luke, is cedric luke. luke or i mean luke is cedric is luke it? is as no. malfoy turns into cedric yeah okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. right that's he what, what do they call it? Bella to Katniss? He's that's his um uh Malfoy to what's Bella to Katniss? Malfoy to Cedric. Um I feel like that was a Gilmore guys thing. They talk about like the spectrum of like Bella is like the meekest, like passive oh, female character, yes. and then Katniss is the most like so it's like where is she on the spectrum? Yeah. I like that. From I Bella do to like that. Yeah. yeah, Bella's definitely the bottom. Where's Marissa on that? Mm, she's on the Bella side. She's yeah. toward Bella. Quite She's, a damsel in distress. Sometimes I'm like, oh, yes. get your shit together. Get your shit together. <laughs> Especially season All two. All the time. Yes. All the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. 
Like when she moved in with Olivia everything. Wilde, I was yes. like, okay. She's like, okay. I don't know how to do the laundry. I have to leave. I was like, girl, get back to your mansion. <laughs> I'm like, I can't watch this any longer. <laughs> I'm like, that's that would be me at 17. Be like, I can't do laundry. I got to go back. I also have such gripping PTSD of roommate issues. Just those scenes of like me yeah. anticipating that they're going to have a roommate fight about the laundry. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I know. It was a little yeah. triggering. <laughs> Very. Not that we dated our roommates, but the like, I just roommate about stress it. <laughs> for whatever reason is like all peak anxiety for me. Yes, it's the worst. The worst. worst. Oh, do we want to talk about the Nana? What did people think about the Nana? I like the Nana. Tony. I like. I loved her character. I thought she was hilarious, yeah. but I always hate a funny. stupid cancer plot line like that where they're just I like. Know. I'm dying. I'm dying. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> okay, here we go. She's like, it's cancer. <laughs> she did smoke a cigarette on the. Yeah, oh, she yeah. She goes and smokes the set, yeah. doesn't she? Yeah. I mean, I yeah. did love her character and I liked her relationship with Sandy. I liked that she showed up and was being super nice. Like, that was funny. Um, yes. And they're like, what's wrong with the Nana? Also, just loved the whole calling her the Nana thing. That felt very. Um, yeah like lived in, like everybody's family had their weird words or like way that they would yeah. say things sometimes. And I thought that yeah. was super cute that they called everything. Banana. They do it later in the show about different stuff too. That's every episode is yeah. the something. Yeah. The LA, the whatever. Yeah. It's always like yes. that. It's so cute. Yeah. Also, how great was summer that episode? Like she Ooh, went, like learned the yes. whole Seder stuff, like by heart. She was, was awesome about it. It's yeah. She's, so awesome. That might yeah. be one of my favorite summer episodes, actually. I thought it was super cute. Really sweet. And yeah. she was so excited. Very sweet. Yeah, when she takes interest in someone, like, she actually does things for them. Unlike Seth, who, like, when he's trying to be nice to Summer, it's always, like, about him somehow. Yes. <laughs> like, giving them a gift. Like, here's a yes. bunch of stuff I like. <laughs> honestly, I Seth my drives love, me crazy, honestly. My love he's for so Adam funny. Brody is, like, deep yeah. in my veins. Like, it's in my, it's in my chromosomes, y'all. So it takes a lot for me to get upset with any character he plays. Seth would almost get me there. <laughs> He's annoying yes. as shit. So it's just like and he lied so to Summer narcissistic. So many so times. Yes. I was like, you deserve nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you have you should have lost her. I don't yeah. Yeah. I I okay. I mean he's adorable can we go, though. Can we talk about Seth for a while? Yeah. Because okay. I had always been hearing Seth Cohen, Seth Cohen. I'm obsessed with Seth Cohen. Like he was just so hyped up for me. And Same. I love Adam Brody from Gilmore Girls. Yep. I am still team. OG, OG, um, OG. What's he his left name? Gilmore Girls <laughs> for the show, which I'm still bitter about. He did. And he went to California in Gilmore Girls. I mean, it was and, the right decision for his career. For yes. sure. <laughs> Why can't I think of the character's name? Dave. Dave. Oh, I'm Rigowski. a Dave Rogowski uh, gal more than I am a Seth Cohen gal. And I just always pictured Seth Cohen. I mean, he's hilarious. There's so much to love about him. And everything but i always just pictured him like just always really sweet and caring and like i thought and he just was like, like an- can't imagine that he's with summer yes and he kind of immediately after he gets her he's just kind of entitled and like yeah. he's kind of one of those guys know. that's nerdy and an asshole and, and you're like arrogant. Oh, i hate yeah. you <laughs> yes so i kind of i i'm sorry i don't think seth cohen is like the is like it i'm curious like on the male perspective of yes tony please 
of our boy. I think he's so funny. Um, it's yeah, hilarious. no, he he drives you wild, but some of what <laughs> he does is really explicable, right? When when he falls in love with both Anna and Summer, it's because he literally has never had attention from girls in his life before. Yeah, and now all yes. of a sudden he has two perfect girls in front of him, and he's like, "What am I doing? This is incredible." Yeah. There is no way he would have nailed that situation. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a very good point. Yes. It's a, it's a tough situation. I, I can, who, who could do that situation? It would be yes. a tough situation. Um, I yeah. actually, yeah, I agree with that. And they I sympathize with him good. during that. Cause I was like, I was like, get it, Seth. You've, <laughs> you've never gotten it. So. And like, it was one of those where you really are like, I, they're both really good. Like I would great. Yeah. I would struggle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, Anna is my hair goals when I get it a little longer. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to yes. do it like. Love that. Hate she had very she kind of she's a little Carrie Mulligan-ish, that actress. Ooh. A little bit. A little bit. Right? No, a little bit. Just please don't get those paper clip earrings. Those were like the worst <laughs> things I've ever seen in my life. Paper clip earrings. Uh, um yeah. Yeah. Also, but so from a self standpoint, yes. also was that I have a very clear memory. This was seventh grade of middle school right so um it was halloween um i walk out of class there was a girl that was wearing a brody shirt um so people were in love with it like people were like genuinely yeah in love well with and him. i think because i think because back then um the original idea was that ryan atwood would be the heartthrob and that seth mm-hmm. cohen would just be kind of this you know and then it was the opposite and i think every girl loves a guy that they think they kind of discovered or like they're like oh i'm the only one that like is into him and then it catches on so i think if i would have been there for that craze i would have been but i think just because i watched it so later so much later i was like a little i didn't catch the wave at the right time if that makes sense team luke team luke yes (laughs) puka shell shell sorry i was having some technical difficulties all good Actually, you good now? yeah, I just hadn't used my like headphones that have an actual wire in a while. And I was like, how do I, how do we plug it, it in do the thing? <laughs> um, I hated Luke big time, but I also think that my high school self would have been obsessed with him. Oh yeah. Um, but you, you liked him when he got nice, right? Or no, I don't care for the hunka munka thing. Like just yeah. leave the jet, the, the dumb. No, he's, I mean, boy. he's too jacked. I was kind of kidding that I was team Luke, but yeah. <laughs> no, but like people are obsessed with him for sure. Yes. I'm, I'm more into Ryan like physically than Luke. Yes. And Ryan gets sure. way cuter. I didn't think he was cute. Yes. I was like very surprised that I read that all the girls were obsessed with him because I was Season like, really? four, which is not a spoiler. It's just about it's as attractive. Yeah. He just gets like really, really hot. He just gets really hot <laughs> all of a sudden, not all of a sudden he's, he's cute the whole time. But, yeah. I mean, wow. he also was a little baby face. Like, Yeah. Even just going back and watching clips from those early episodes, like they look so young, so young, and it's like bangs. Yeah. He's man bangs. I don't like. Know. I think you just don't like man bangs. I'm not a big bangs yeah. fan either on, on anyone. I think <laughs> it's anyone. weird yeah, to hide a third of your face. Like, what do you? Why? <laughs> it's very suspicious. Why are you doing that? Yeah. I agree. I know. I, I like to think that Sandy and Ryan, after season one, like went to the barbershop together and got rid of their man bangs together. I know. I do love on a show when everyone comes back on the new season and they all have like fresh hair. You're like, oh, okay. Yes. And like tans. <laughs> I love all the father son or like the, the mother son moments that Ryan yes. had with, with the, uh, the Coens. Cause those are, those are so cool. I know. Yes. I would like, I mean, they, they really hit the nail on the head with the whole, like, I want to be in that family. Like, yes. 
Yeah. It would be like when they're sitting on the couch kid. watching yes. the movies or whatever. It's okay. I like when they're playing when Ryan and Seth are playing video games. Yes. Um, I know. But yeah, I mean, it would be super hard to get a kid that age to trust you. And yeah, they yeah, just okay. like literally shower him with love. Yeah. And it works, guys. It works. It works. It changes his life. Um, another OC question I have for you guys. So yes. the word aspirational, right? That aspirational mm-hmm. lifestyle. Was that around before the OC or did it come up with Julie Cooper? I'm like not that sure. She I might sound really dumb asking. Yeah. Like the aspirational <laughs> class, I guess. Is that? I don't know. Kind of I would say probably not. That? Words tend to be pretty old in my experience. But I mean, maybe it wasn't like a word that people would use that often. Mm -hmm. And it was used to describe this character arc. I do. Yeah. I do feel like she used it like as a common phrase more than I'd seen before. But yeah. And again, this might be just because that's when I was kind of growing up and starting to understand things. Yes. Um, Yeah. Maybe that. Oh, do you ever just like when remember growing up and you'd learn a new word and then every time you'd hear it, you'd be like, I know that word. I know that word. And then you hear it three times in a day. Still happens. No, I never learned new words. I know them all. No. I learned them all in one. So as we wrap up season one, oh, I did love the the Vegas episode. Yeah. Yes, that's a great one. Who's the guy? I mean, it wasn't a cameo because he just wasn't famous yet, but what's the actor that's now really famous? It was Herc. Yes. Oh, the guy who plays Herc, who's a character in Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. It was the pimp. Which is great. I haven't seen him anywhere else. Let me Google him. Yeah. He's kind of in a lot. I I forget what else he's in, but he's for some reason I feel like he's in um, Breaking Bad, but that can't be. I I mean, I can see him in Breaking Bad. He kind of just looks like a meth head. Maybe that's. Yeah. Maybe that's why. He looks like a rich man's DJ Squalls. (laughs) (laughs) I see. Now I don't know what DJ Squalls looks looks like. I don't either, but I thought that was the new guy. (laughs) So funny. Oh, I oh I pulled that little clip of the guy of Summer catching Seth making out with the floozy. If we want to listen to it, sure. The prostitute, you mean? <laughs> like the floozy, <laughs> the lady of the night. Here we go. Seth is making out with prostitute. <laughs> Summer, I, I tried to stop her. Get away from him, whore! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, is that a whore? Okay, she goes to UNLV. Oh. Oh, you know, I'm sorry. Skank. It's oh. <laughs> a great Somebody episode. Somebody ordered more skanks. <laughs> How about you guys? Ryan, Seth. This is Valerie, <laughs> Shannon, and Grace. She's gonna introduce me. Perk. What's up, Perk? What are you doing here, Lucas? This many girls, I'm gonna need payment before the party. Uh, wait, no. Payment? Are you, uh... You're a prostitute. Do it! <laughs> so, four girls till midnight, plus you had Jen all afternoon. No, man, I think I've been had all afternoon. <laughs> way, I think I've been had all afternoon. That's a great, that was a fun one. <laughs> yeah, that's another, um, a couple of words I feel like you don't hear on TV that much these days. Yeah. The woman on yeah. woman crimes. Do you guys still say ew all the time? Ew. Uh, I think I've left no. that trend behind. Yeah, oh. I've left that. Things aren't. It was like cool for things to be gross. Remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yuck. Yeah. <laughs> remember when it was like everyone was like a like a fatty? That was a yes. Thing? People, a fatty. 
No. Oh, you know what really reminded me of that phase <laughs> oh, in life? <laughs> um, is after i mean it's really sad but after luke finds out that his dad is gay the mm-hmm. like your dad's gay jokes that was like i yeah, mean rough good. to hear and yeah. horrible of people to say but also yep. that is exactly what was being said in locker rooms would have happened up. yes yeah. exactly i was like ooh, i feel like i am back in middle school right now yeah yeah i mean if you go back like 10 years before that it wasn't even like like the bad kids saying that it was like yeah the normal everybody. people in the like the the good people in the movies it's awful yeah yeah luke's luke's dad being gay all right all right yeah the writing the writing wasn't the greatest of all time the story the storytellings yeah. were great every single sandy cohen speech though on point yes every time. agreed he has yes. daddy coach taylor vibes sometimes with his yes. speeches yeah, a little mm. clear eyes, full hearts. No, I agree. I think the best. I loved all the. Yeah. The best writing was his speeches. I feel like Kirsten got some good um, speeches as well, uh, just writing wise. Um, yeah. 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 I they loved, really pulled out the stops yeah. for the parents. I loved anytime Sandy like gets gets real. Um, okay, so there close. was one specific clip that I really enjoyed watching. If we want to play, it's kind of back in the beginning though. It's when. Luke and Julie first hook up and it's <laughs> sure Luke is just like kissing butts so hard. Well, also, I love he when sounds uh-huh. like he has the brain of a five-year-old. He's like, Miss, I know he's so dope. Miss Julie. Oh my God. There's yeah. also that scene where he's like, I think they're at some fundraiser or whatever. And he's like that ass. Or something. He's, he's like, I'm ass. just a lowly farm boy. Right, eats him down for some of the stuff he says to her. He's like, "We when we used to play the whose mom would you?" Yes, <laughs> it's a little rough. A little uh, rough. All right, here we go. Oh God, I know I shouldn't be here. No, you shouldn't, Luke. But it's just I know you looked so sad when you left. I couldn't bear the thought of you being alone on Valentine's Day. Hi, oh, Luke. Most people would enjoy that thought. Not me. Mrs. Cooper, you are an amazing girl. Girl. Woman. Lady. And if Mr. Nickel doesn't appreciate you. No, he sure doesn't. That's because he's he's too old to see what he's lucky enough to have. And you should also know that you have always been the coolest mom. No, it's true. You you always let us listen to whatever we wanted to in the carpool, and and you let us watch R-rated movies, and whenever we played Ultimatum. Ultimatum. You know who of all your friends' moms would you rather do? God, that's a game. <laughs> and whenever we played it, you always won. Really? <laughs> She's like, what? I mean, you're like, wow. No, I just, thought you should know the truth on Valentine's Day. Good night. Wait. Um. Oh, man. <laughs> so good. Now that is something you would not see on TV these days. <laughs> <laughs> Although, so he yeah. was... Oh, I pulled their ages. Would you? You would, though. No, she was... Right? Wasn't well, there hook up something with her? like that or... Yeah, wasn't there something like that in Riverdale where the teacher was hanging up with a kid or something? Um, oh, sure. There was but in Dawson's. Is in Dawson's, one of the teachers takes one of the students' virginities. 
But he's mm-hmm. talking about like current shows. Like, do they still do that? And oh. I think, well, like Riverdale and Pretty Little Liars, I think did that and they're, uh, they get a lot of shit for it because no one does that anymore. They're like still stuck in like <laughs> these times where you're Try like, Try a no. new thing. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Try something else. Um, okay. So just by the way, so when they, when the mm-hmm. show, when they started filming, the actor who plays Luke was 22 and the actress who plays Julie was 33. Yeah, Not she was weird. She was pretty young. But she um, was the youngest of the adults. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then the youngest of the kids was Misha by far. She was like 16, which is Yeah. She was, I think she was 15. Like kind of fucked she was up. 15 or 16. Yeah. She was so popular. I mean, like, this is yeah. back in the days when I would watch like VH1 and MTV all the time. And every week that's all they would talk about is, oh, Misha, Misha. Barton was spotted wearing this and they here and it was crazy. Like she, she was on the cover of like girl. Teen Vogue and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like even if you didn't know, if you didn't watch the OC, like I knew who Misha Barton was. Oh, and people attribute the whole entire trend of Uggs to Marissa mm-hmm. in this show. Mm-hmm. Wow. Fun fact. Right. Fun fact. And I remember low rise jeans. Yes. <gasps> Actually, we've yes. discussed them extensively on this show. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we, we don't want them to come back <laughs> because Friday Night Lights is from the same era. And so, and, right. and it's like the South. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of low riders. Right. All right, guys. Should we get into. Oh, good. No, the last thing was. So remember that first party when they're walking, when he's walking and he sees all the classic party stuff like that was pretty spot on, though. Because when you saw yes. those girls just talking on the phone, right? That was really cool at that time. And then, like, during my party years, it was always texting at the party, like yes, girls or, right. or guys in a group just texting other people. And I, yeah. I still feel, and then maybe like right now, people are just Snapchatting each other at parties, and like that's just that's still a thing that happens. And there, yes, all those things were very yeah. yes. No, but it did feel attract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of shows around this time make me nostalgic for like my childhood, but this show is like exactly what my like our experience was at, with technology at the same ages all the fashion trends like all of it was we were because well, the they also set a lot of the trends too it wasn't like yeah, they were just taking true. out they set them yeah. yeah that's true trend setters so guys should we get into season two with yes. a little promo vid well let me let me say where we leave off in season oh, sure. one so the season yes. one finale if we all recall was extremely dramatic no Um, surprise surprise i know (laughs) in the season finale many events came to head caleb nickel and julie cooper were married in a surprisingly uneventful ceremony however caleb revealed to sandy cohen that he was on the verge of bankruptcy marissa cooper moved in with julie and caleb but had redeveloped her drinking problem it was so funny it was so funny kirsten who started drinking no, that was a little bit later. Oh, oh, I, I do remember oh. when they're living in the mansion. Okay, yes. Yeah. No, when like Marissa gets on the balcony in the mansion, she hasn't had a drop of alcohol in like episodes. She just takes out an absolute bottle and just starts chugging yes. out of it out of nowhere. I love how Marissa's drinking habit took the form of just like full handles in the purse. <laughs> like yes, yeah. no water From bottles, zero to no, handle. Yeah. Just yeah, no oh, mixer. Oh, no, like she was always raw dogging. Yep. <laughs> Um, to close that out, uh, Seth Cohen and Summer Roberts had problems after her father did not take a liking to him. Ryan Atwood Mm. discovered Teresa was pregnant, possibly by him and decides to move back to Chino to support her. Most of all, Seth ran away on the summer breeze, his sailboat distraught by Ryan's departure. (laughs) 
<laughs> One so of my great. most hated storylines, to be honest. I did love, though, I mean, now to get into season two, I did love this opener with Seth going. And then there's that moment where they're like, ah, we're back. And they like run to the car or whatever. Wait, what? Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> so the opening of the season, I mean, uh, Seth goes to get Ryan. Or no, no, no sorry. Sandy. Yeah. Gets- oh, they think that Seth is back. No, oh, he's like, Tony, he's can in, you explain? He's in Portland, right? He's in Oregon or yeah. whatever. Yes. Uh, like yeah. Luke or and the dad. Seattle yeah. or Portland. Yeah. Someone, it's yeah. Portland. So, yeah. It's one yeah. of those. And they go get him. And is that what you're talking about, Monica? Or? Yeah. So uh, Ryan comes back from mm-hmm. Chino. Exile. And then Seth is, yeah, <laughs> Seth is still <laughs> in. Seth is still with Luke. And yeah. so then Ryan and Sandy go and try to get him. And Seth's like, no, I'm going to live here now or whatever. And then they're kind of like sitting on the railing or something. And they're talking about, well, maybe we should, you know, go back. And then there's just that moment where they're like, okay, we're going to go back. to the Okay. So together. I was just yeah. confused though. Cause I didn't think he went back for a couple episodes. I know. I think, or maybe it was like the second one, but it was very early on. Yeah. It is. Really it didn't last long at all. I love Seth's yeah, yeah, yeah. like unabashed love for Ryan. He's just Me obsessed too. with them from the from the get go. <laughs> I know, just pretty cute. Especially, I like. I had two brothers, and my little brother would follow my older brother around with that same look on his face. Sweet. <laughs> okay, All season right, two promo. Let's let's, let's go. Roll. Last season was just <laughs> the beginning. Don't you miss narrators? The best thing for a kid is yeah. to some space. The Pacific Ocean, that's not enough space. If you force him to come home, he's going to want to run away again. I don't care what he wants. Bring him home, Sandy. Bring him home. This November, it's a season of change. The only reason you've stayed is because of this baby. A season of choice. This isn't about you. Yes, it is. Because you're killing your mother and she is killing me. You can't spend my entire life telling me everything that's wrong with Newport and then just expect I'm going to go back. A season of new beginnings on the OC. Gotta admit, Jules, you've done well for yourself. It's everything you always wanted. Be careful what you wish for. Break me off a piece of that. <laughs> I'm totally checking you out. What are you doing in here? I work here. I have to go. So go. Marissa pulling a Marissa. Classic. Phone calls in the middle of the night. Plane tickets showing up. What's going on? The drama. Do you really want to know what's bothering me? Do you really want to know what's on my mind? Yes. (laughs) Primal scream, yo. That's so good. I love that that's in the promo. Yes, dare you to move. Yes, I knew you. You would be excited about this. This house just seems so empty. Welcome to resistance. Whatever happens in that courtroom. I did what I did to this family. Oh. If Caleb's going down, you better believe Kirsten's going with him. The show that made Orange County the place to be is about to make Thursday the night to watch. You and me, unbeatable combination. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dude, I'm just need to talk about me for like several more hours at least. <laughs> no, that was the new Seth Cohen. I'm back, Ryan. Cold classic. Red, white, and me. Come on. What was I 
I supposed to do? Wait for you? I have an affair. We're in much deeper water than that, believe me. Now, I know I'm not your favorite person right now, but I have a way to make it up to you. This can't be good. Let's have a party. The new season. That's our solution to everything. On its new night, premiering Thursday, November 4th. Oh, shit. That one was oh, pretty not fire. Not you. That's what do you want, Cohen. You. Oh, cute. So good. Yeah, I, I actually like the first promo was just funny. That one, that one was, that one was pretty good. A bop. The the scream wasn't funny. That wasn't <laughs> the funniest thing you've heard today. I do freaking love. You want to know how I feel? <laughs> she like weighs the, uh... twelve pounds. Like the <laughs> girl has no diaphragm. She can't. It would have been funny if she was just like, <laughs> like just nothing like, comes like a, out. Just a squeak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all did miss the um, the fiery uh, the secrets Wait. the lies the drums. Speaking of screaming and Misha what? Barton, we've uncovered one of my fun facts. Oh, let's go to the notebook. We <laughs> yeah, <laughs> started before you even knew it. Um, before you were born, they actually make Sorry. a reference to it in the OC. There's a line where um, Adam Brody says, "Oh, I don't want to look like the vomit girl in the Sixth Sense." Guess who's the vomit girl in The Sixth Sense? Misha? Misha Barton. Misha Barton. No I'm going to text both of y'all the pictures. So it's, this, it's the scariest part of the movie, in my oh, opinion. I don't want to see it then. No, it's not. It's not. Oh, my God. It is Misha. Ugh. Right? Oh, did you text me? I did. Yeah. So this is the spookiest scene, in my opinion, when the kid is alone at um, at home and he looks in the tent and there's the little girl in there and then she just like spits up it's so creepy um, wait what movie is this the sixth sense oh i've seen oh. this movie yes yeah the sixth sense isn't like <laughs> that scary this is probably no, the scariest it's scene. a great movie yeah love it but that's wow. that's little misha and you can like totally Mish. tell which one was sixth sense um i see dead people oh okay and it's the one oh. when what's his face was dead the whole time Spoiler. Yeah. Classic. Um, the classic yeah. Uh, Shyamalan. twist. Yeah. Shyamalan. Shyamalan. That if yes. another human didn't spoil for you, some episode of TV spoiled it for you. It's like the trope yeah. spoiler. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen Which Avatar? I some. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. Every time I hear someone say that, all I can hear is uh, uh, Andy Sandberg. Avatar! <laughs> in Parks and Rec. Have you seen Avatar? Avatar! Avatar. <laughs> Did you think it lived up to the hype? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's probably I the actually, best uh, early two second season episode because they, they didn't get good until Traeger got there. That's one of my all time yeah. favorite episodes. When Tom is running alongside the golf cart, I will like yes. cry, like <laughs> full out sprint. They're like Tom, keep up. <laughs> so yeah, who do you think they're assaulting? I love Andy Samberg so deeply. Uh, yes. Okay, anywho, anywho. Okay. But yes, and so, also just another horror film thing, Adam Brody mm -hmm. himself was apparently in The Ring, which I did not know. I didn't he know. He a small part in The Ring. 2002. Mm -hmm. Not a big scary movie guy, so couldn't, yeah. couldn't tell you. I don't think Could I... Not I, I do like them, but I don't actually have not seen The Ring. Okay, mm -hmm. so season two, we open with Seth and Luke in yes. portland randomly um i know <laughs> like <laughs> really i thought they were joking that seth was gonna actually sail there and they're like i was like oh they let him well, do was, it okay he yeah. was going to tahiti he was he was going right. to tahiti i still don't believe yeah, he would right. make it to portland <laughs> i don't think he would make it out of the cove <laughs> or the grove i mean 
because of the oranges. Oh, good. Uh-huh. It was good. It was good. It was good. But it wasn't for me. Um, <laughs> it wasn't to my liking. <laughs> yeah, so Seth is in Portland with Luke. Ryan is with Teresa and Chino. Yes, like and miserably then, taking out the trash in yes. the morning like an old man. <laughs> I, I fucking love yes. those scenes. I don't know why I thought it was so funny. <laughs> also, like falling in love with yeah, cool boy. Just it, remember that uh, he's like sixteen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Also, her summer sounds awesome. Like she just gets to lay up by the pool and just hang out all the time. Like that sounds like a pretty dope summer. I Agreed. Know. I know, but I know with the the scenes of the girls just like. Laying out by that beautiful pool. I'm like, oh, I want to be right there. Tony has a pool. It's not not like that pool. It's not like (laughs) that one. No, that mansion is crazy. I would be super depressed if I were Marissa too. Also, Marissa, (laughs) is she not the most tragic character in maybe all of TV? I've never seen a character so abused. (laughs) Her life sucks. Marissa? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's I feel worse. like I've seen worse, though. Yeah. Wait, I thought we were doing like a sarcastic thing. No, she has an awesome life. What are you talking about? But yeah, I was I was trying to <laughs> I mean, think. Like, like, Ryan, Ryan wait, went to no jail because like he. Yeah, he I don't. I think she's tragic, but like, I think what I what know. happens to her? Like literally, everyone she loves dies or leaves her, and she goes from being super rich to poor. Her mom. Basic, like she lives in abandonment, has zero foundations or like people to trust. I don't know. I just feel like her life sucks a lot. She like almost dies a bunch of times and just then her die. parents abandoned her. She does okay. I was die. like, wait, does he know? I know. <laughs> I, I, I just don't want to watch. Know. I don't want to sit. It, that, I mean, was, that was her parents are absent, but like she has summer and ryan oh and then what luke does to her too like i just felt bad from her from the get-go yeah oh well and she then gets abused by everybody and then she almost gets raped by her boyfriend's the ryan, brother yes. like we're gonna talk about that, that life is rough sure. i'm sorry yeah. i was just thinking of like where we are right now i was like what really happened to her in season one i don't sure. really know right now she's like, still kind of a, shitty parents a little bit of a spoiled girl. yeah yeah I was i wasn't thinking ahead so we but yeah but that okay so we start off season Oh, right. Oh, we already, we already, we did it, did that. But I did like the final sentence, which didn't read. (laughs) Just says, also the evil and paranoid Caleb confides in Sandy that he feels he's under observation. I loved the Caleb storyline. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. But I'm a sucker for an FBI investigation. I don't love Caleb like you love Caleb. I didn't know that. I thought he was a great, I just thought he was a great villain. I liked watching him. He was like a perfect dick. (laughs) Yeah, a perfect dick. <laughs> he was like old school enough, not but not way. like not yeah. like super like racist and horrible, yes, like, like he had mob yeah. boss yeah, vibes. I thought he yeah. was hilarious and fun to yeah. watch. Yeah, but then yeah. you kind of like like him a little bit. Yeah, but then not at the end. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think I pulled. I was really up. pretty devastated with the whole Jimmy and Julie getting back together, and then she literally gets left. That was a bummer. He yeah, leaves a lot. Was, it's kind of his thing. Yeah, and I was rooting for them. That was really sad. Same. Most of season one was keeping Jimmy in OC, in the OC, yeah. not going to Phoenix to like be with his brother. And then season two, they're like, ah, Jimmy can go, you know. Yeah. Go right. To Hawaii, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Go Wait, for it. what's good. the Haley timeline? When does he start dating Haley? 
Oh, end of season that's season one. two. I think. End of season two. Or end of season one. Yeah, they're kind of oh, like... because he cheats on her with Julie, right? That's season two. Right. I'm just wondering. I yeah. forgot where Haley fits into this time Me frame. too. They were dating... Like Haley. What did you guys think of Haley? I loved Haley. Yeah. Yeah, I liked her. I don't think My I would have liked her. her shoulders. No, oh, she does have broad shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm a broad man shoulder sh- At least you can wear halters. I have man shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I have really bad breath in the morning. Wow, double mean girl rap. Ew. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you know what? It is. I think it's the beginning of season two because he has that. He has longer hair because I remember I just remember by the hair. He has more curly hair and that's when he kind of gets like hotter and he's with Haley at that point. Yeah. And then I think they break up and then he's with Julie and then he leaves Julie. Right. Is Tate not even hot? Can, can one of you answer this? I am extremely attracted to him. Yes. Wow. I think he's so. one of those kind of, he's just got a weird vibe that is like, yeah, li- mm-hmm. just charisma. <laughs> he's, he dated Jennifer Aniston. Oh. Like he's been in <laughs> her. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm sorry, but I think about that whenever celebrities Hardly. date. I'm just like, I just wonder what it's like. I just really love Jen. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but I do think that he's one of Jen's most underrated boys. He's so, For he's sure. so freaking cute. He's and so cute. Every cast member interview that you watch from the OC, okay. he is like oh. their favorite. So loved. Hands down. And he did a lot of directing after yeah. he like became not a character. He's a good boy. Yeah. Yeah. I like how nice he is. He's uh I know. Nice he's person. Kind. I know. Yeah. But he's also, but in this show, he is a coward. Yeah. He does punch Caleb, though, which is cool. Oh, that's right. Is that in Vegas? Vegas. Yes. That was pretty great. I did love that. What did y'all think of Ryan's girlfriend, Lindsay? So she is my most hated character on the show. Really? Absolutely. I really like her. her. (gasps) With a fiery. Yeah, she was like Ryan without the redeeming qualities, I think, is what I felt like. She was like so awkward. And like the way, what they did with her storyline, I was like, I just didn't believe that he would like her like at all. Yeah. 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 I kind of liked him more that he would like a girl like that. I know. I think that's, I think you're supposed to have that reaction to her. Yeah. I just found her kind of like Zach, like just sp- like kind of boring and I didn't want them to like end up together, but I found them like sweet. I guess she oh, was just one of those characters kind of that has a short, like spends a short time on the screen, but they make like every interaction with them of like drama. Like, oh, yeah, she's, she was a little <sighs> exhausting. I was like, all right, girl. A little exhausting. Isn't she technically like his aunt or something? Yeah, and then they're like, yeah. at one point. <laughs> yeah, I did not like the Caleb love child twist. I was like, what? Yeah, Ooh. that was weird. Love children are, are pretty interesting. Um, it's tough <laughs> yeah. because, I too find them interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's it's like a good story point, like a, a good plot point. But the whole first season, they started talking about how like Caleb only loved one woman. And like, why would he step out of his marriage if he really truly loved his wife that much as much as they always yeah. say it was I know, really forced track. in in my opinion yeah. I, yes okay um, speaking of love childs ding 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 what, what? and another fun fact originally Bingo, Bingo, <laughs> originally <laughs> they were going to write ryan atwood as set uh, as sandy's love child <gasps> that was oh. how they were gonna have him in the story obviously wow. they changed that decision but i'm glad yeah. they did yeah, yeah, it would have made you have Sandy has to be good to the core, 
or else you yeah. can't get through the hard parts of the show. Sandy has yeah. is like the golden retriever for the show. Yeah. Well, and it's yeah. just so, such a more beautiful storyline to take in a total stranger than your kid. You know, yeah. yes. they like fully adopt under no obligation. Stranger. Yeah. You guys seen All American? No. No. <laughs> it's uh, Tay Diggs, and it's kind of like a football Love show, but then yeah. uh, oh. it's like in LA too. Oh, it's kind of similar. Some some people have described it to me, or I mean, I have watched it, but before I watched it, people described it as uh, OC meets Friday Night Lights, but like Ooh. obviously not as good as either of those. Oh but, my gosh. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely have to check look, it out. Look where check we are. Out. Yeah. Love a Tay Diggs flick. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's, he's excellent. I love that guy. <laughs> he's so good. He's, notch. Um, he's super smooth. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> this might be too granular, but I just did not understand why Luke needed to be a part of the beginning of this season at all. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was just me not liking his character. <laughs> like I, I pulled think this... just to kind of wrap it up, like the show is yeah, doing well. Yes, yeah. Like, you know, he's over in, Portland doing things. Right. Josh Schwartz did say he gets asked a lot why Luke and Anna were gone so quickly. And he says he kind of like it, that it was just a beginner's mistake that he burned mm-hmm. out their storylines too soon. And he kind of wished he had drowned them out a lot more, which I thought was interesting yeah. because fun fact, Josh Schwartz was only 26. This was his first project ever other than a couple of yeah. failed pilots. Um, when the show Ooh went into production just fucking mind come out the gate just yeah. swinging yeah this Incredible. is this was like the first thing he did <laughs> god it's so cool um but yeah i thought that was interesting because i would have watched them if they had like i don't know just the pacing just Stuck seemed around. off maybe that's why it was so good the first season because they burned so bright yes and you know they burned out fast yeah, but Icarus, they burned, so, out. Yeah. Yeah. burned out yeah. bright Got also, like right. Anna is like, I miss fall. I'm gonna go back to Pittsburgh. Oh, <laughs> I yeah, I did fall. not love that. Who like, gives you these options as a as a right. 15-year-old? I was like, y'all can come up with you. anything better. Like she got an internship, uh, her right. mom got or, like, sick, like so many things. Something. Anything. Yeah. I forgot that that was like the reason. But I guess she didn't really have family in the OC, in Newport. right? Not yeah, really, she was no. just kind of like new girl kind of no ties yeah. <laughs> kyle xy situation <laughs> yeah no ties no belly button um right, but he also has no family old well, you yeah he's an alien because yeah, of the no he's belly button yeah, we, we're the, whole, belly button. the whole umbilical cord <laughs> thing remember that family speaking birth. of babies Teresa gives ryan the boot i thought it was a convenient plot line but it did not pique my interest well and then we think that like maybe that baby is or no no she just lies about losing the baby and then she has it but then it's not his ends up not being his yeah it's like like, okay (laughs) okay back to zero (laughs) yeah yeah so literally back to square one um that's one of the reasons i didn't like Teresa. like her only way into the show is through ryan she has like no other context i guess except yeah we don't care about her yeah i'm just like I know that you're not the one. Go away. <laughs> exactly. She was good for a little bit. She was good for a couple episodes, just kind of pull him back to his old ways. But true, they they, they gave her too much. And the the guy that um, is her husband, I guess, boyfriend, husband, whatever. Oh, fiance, I recognized him. He. I was watching What Women Want the other day, just because it was on Netflix, and he was he was um, the daughter's boyfriend. Oh shit! I don't know if that's yeah, what I was thinking of, that. but yeah, he definitely oh, looked okay. like somebody who I feel like I've seen in a number of things. 
Um, but yeah, it like got mildly interesting, but I just kind of never really cared about Therese. Nah. Um, um, going back to Olivia Wilde for a second. Yes. The other thing, like the moment that makes me really unattracted to Seth Cohen is when he's with her. Exactly and he, says, what you're gonna say. he says something about like, we need a little warm up, and he like twinkles his fingers. <laughs> that was the and moment I, that, Monica. That was him. the moment I was like, we're done. Completely shut yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. It made me be like, Ugh. I didn't love his reaction it. to their. Mm-hmm. And the and the reaction. Yeah. I mean, I know that was like the times, but the times. I find yeah. it stupid. That's a yeah. pretty good high school job, though, working at. Uh, uh, the yeah, venue I wouldn't even be allowed to go to that place yeah. like without yeah. permission, even on a like now. Weekend. No, I'm yeah. um, but <laughs> my mommy still wouldn't let me. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that that would have been a great job. Um, yeah. yeah. Seriously, I'll take that job now. I know, and then you just get to I, see all the shows. But it was a great way for them to keep the music integrated, like always. Yes. Can we totally. talk music? Can we talk music? We're almost there. We're so oh, close. We're almost there. Okay, okay. We're, so, right. we're almost there. We're so close. Oh, man, I'm so excited about music. <laughs> There's also know, a lot same. of the like famous music scenes in some of these uh, clips I pulled. Oh yeah. Oh, like if we yeah, want to talk about Seth and Summer's what? Spider-Man kiss, that's a super famous scene. That's to a champagne super, yeah. supernova. Yeah, let's do it. Anyone? Colin? Someone? Oh my. What are you doing here? What do you think, Colin? And now they are. Yeah. So I love that. That was one of my favorite scenes of the show, I think. That was a great overall kiss. episode. I mean, this rain and the like running back from the airport. So cute. Whole yeah. Oh, love so an airport good. chasing scene too. Yes. Yeah. So Very good. timely because of the whole Spider-Man thing at that point. Oh, was it super? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That was probably when it had just come out, right? <laughs> I didn't even think yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was from the movie. It was huge. It was, I mean, uh, I know Chris it was from Spider-Man. I just didn't think that it was like at the same time. It was huge. At the same. It was on it, MTV yeah. all the time. Yeah, it must have been. It won Best Kiss, which was great. It did. And I remember being so scared Mm. of that movie because of the Green Goblin. He was very spooky. He was really scary. Thank you. I had to sleep in my sister's room for like two years. Okay, anyways, we love the Spider-Man kiss. There were a couple of my like least favorite storylines, I feel like. in Mm. In season two? Yes. Like, I don't know. What did you think about Chris Kirsten's arc with the mag yeah the magazine and then the drinking which also her drinking was weird too (laughs) (laughs) sometimes i don't i know it's really scary i know but she was also always just like i mean i know that people drink straight liquor but yeah i feel like they could have projected a more natural progression of these women's alcoholism (laughs) yeah she just starts ripping shots one morning and you're like okay we're gonna do the alcohol thing (laughs) <laughs> well, I do actually do remember the scene where she kind of makes that turn. I thought it was pretty pow- powerful because it's really, it's a really quiet scene. I remember being like, there's no music or whatever. And something, I something triggers her um, binge drinking and she just like looks down and just like downs the whole thing and then like pours more. And you're just like, oh shit. Yeah, it was happening. pretty savage. It was kind of hard so to watch. So it was watch. pretty, 
Yeah, it was savage, but it was, I thought it was effective. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't really care about, I mean, I found the magazine guy like really attractive. I got why she was was like into him. Um, But I didn't think we really needed it. And I don't know. I think it's an important story to tell, but it wasn't my favorite storyline. Yeah. Yeah. And they started losing that symmetry then with all of this weird stuff and yeah yeah which kind of drove me away from the show but uh from what you were saying for the for the alcohol piece like it seemed like she was considering whether to go into that way with coping and yeah she was like all right she like made a decision going 100 into this yeah yeah but the 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 affair weird i don't know magazine yeah Yeah. i was just like ah no (laughs) (laughs) well and like she kisses him and then like sandy kisses his old girlfriend and they never tell each other that they did that and it really bothered me because mm-hmm. she tells him about the jimmy cooper kiss no and they like no, work jimmy through it tells him yeah that's or no, jimmy does yeah. yeah yeah but I, I just mean like as characters they find out and we see them work through it and yeah. those two we see that and they never talk about it and it kind of just yeah do you punch me. jimmy cooper if he tells you you kissed your wife yeah right there oh yeah i have to right yeah i think you i think he to. did i think he deserved punch that. punch first apologize later and that's that's my. That's, that's what I always say. <laughs> hey, what would Ryan out would do? True. Oh yeah. Remember True. when there was like a ban on him punching people in season one? He was <laughs> not to... He's so oh, good. Oh man. So as we get into the music section, I think this is a good segue as this is like the final big unraveling plot line, and um, then we can talk about all the music. Is the is Trey and that whole thing? Trey, Trey. Um, yeah. Whew. I. Wow. I enjoyed that more than some of the other plot lines in this, but it did get really yeah. intense really fast. I was like, oh shit, this is no longer a cozy really show. Scary. Yeah. That is a rape. <laughs> yes. And I I wrote this down in my notes. I I found the the scene where she hasn't told Ryan yet and they're like making out on the couch and she keeps like Ooh, yeah. seeing him. That was a really effective yeah. scene. I thought they did and, a great job telling that story yeah. for how juvenile that time was too i know it was like yeah and like how how um isolated she gets like immediately because she doesn't let anybody in like it was a it was like a really it was really realistic yeah 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 and i was just like ah oh my god this is gonna be so bad (laughs) i know because you like because he's like you know, they're watching that movie and then he's drinking and then you just can see him looking at her and then they go on the beach and you just like know what's going to happen. And, oh, it's awful. I, um, I was like totally taken by surprise. I was like, ah, oh my God. Well, yeah, it was more like I knew something bad was going to yeah, happen, but not. It wasn't going to end quite. well, that's for sure. Yes. Um, but yeah, that so that is one of the most iconic music moments with Imogene Heaps. Hide and seek. Yes. So let's play that clip and then we can talk more about music. I did not pull that clip though. You did. Hurt the attempted rape? No, the imaging heap clip. Oh, oh, oh. Of course, I'm not going to play the rape. I thought, I was like, I don't think we need to watch that. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) Imaging heap. Yes, but that's also the very end of the finale. Do you want to play it yet? I mean, is there anything else we need to talk about? Well, I did want to talk about Julie's porn. <laughs> did you? Celebrity sex <laughs> yes, because Carly. I think we sex. need to. Yeah, I know. If we want to listen to, to the first like 30 seconds of this clip, it's I find it hilarious. Sex tapes. Very, very relevant at that time, too. For, uh, she wasn't famous. It was just a porno. You <laughs> have sex. 
No, I'm a virgin. <laughs> At least I think I am. <laughs> She's like holding a pizza. He's holding it. Oh, he is. <laughs> I thought the whole. How did you stay for a slice? Are you hungry? Oh, now she's ha now Starving. she has the pizza. Starving. You really don't remember me? No, I have amnesia. I don't remember anything. <laughs> you don't have to play the whole thing. I just think it's hilarious. I know that's that's basically it. But I did so love that the magazine launch episode. It was like just yes. the richest drama. Yes. Oh, and that it. actor. I mean, guys, there are so many actors pop in the pop up in the show, and you're like, oh, there's so and so, there's so and so, and that guy that um, like, uh, the guy from like her past. Yeah, I like didn't is like all really swarmy. I was like, what is what did he? What do? is this? <laughs> He's in um Jane the Virgin oh. that I had watched recently. So I was like, oh, oh, it's nice. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay. I think that was most. Yeah. What, oh, I didn't love the comic book stuff. The summer. Yeah, it oh, it was way too much. It was like it was fun as like a as you know a dusting. I thought it was really cute story, when he like but, designed her character and everything and wrote the book. Yeah, but I didn't love watching it tear them apart. Like she was like Yoko Ono. <laughs> All I right. know. I'm like, they're 17. This is weird. Yeah, he goes to dinner with George Lucas. I was like, this is a blatant cameo. <laughs> What was the best celebrity cameo? Ooh. Oh, well, sorry, no. That's later. Paris? I was going to say, I will cut oh, this out. that um, was amazing. Chris, Chris Brown shows up. No, you mean Chris, Chris no, you mean Chris Pratt. No, also Chris Brown. Wait, what the fuck? Yes, did you miss that? He dates, um, I don't uh, know Caitlin. what Chris Brown looks like. Okay. Beat up Rihanna, <laughs> That's so you the don't guy. need to know what he looks like. You don't know what Chris Brown no, can't say okay. that I do. Wait, she date? Oh, that's Chris and then he Brown? just goes away. That's Chris Brown. I know, Why? and he's like the geek. <laughs> I know. That's that's yeah. Um, wow, that okay, but in this mind. season, the Paris in this season, what you say? Wait, I oh, wait. Was that later? That was in season one. Season yeah, like when they're at the club, right? Yeah, the oh, LA. Yes, episode, yeah. yes, yeah. That was pretty. But great. they do bring. Not a real spoiler, but she cameos more than once. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. They okay. bring her back. Oh, she does. I can't remember. Uh, she was so early 2000s. Oh, oh my gosh. Queen Bee. <laughs> everywhere. Launched God. so many careers. Love that oh, orange man. girl. Um, OC. <laughs> orange chip. I thought Peter Gallagher was like the biggest star that they got. Yes. He was the oh. first person cast. or And he did right. an audition. They just asked him to be on. Um. Yes, offer only. Him and Misha no, um, were the first. My favorite is Shailene Woodley. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, I forgot <laughs> to bring that up. Forgot about her. Teeny tiny Shailene. Teeny tiny Shailene. It's so funny. I, it's too bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> too bad they recast because I didn't like the other girl. I would have loved to watch Shailene Ooh. Woodley. Yeah, I'm sister. excited to talk about older Caitlin. I have a lot of feelings. Yes, but yeah, let's play. Let's do it. Let's play that really epic ending scene with hide and seek, and then we can talk more about music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes out. Here we go. Ah. This was so intense. You're like, he's gonna kill Trey. Yes. I remember someone warning me that the show got really dark. I was like, oh, this must be it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even watching it. 
I know. And then, and then Trey kind of gets the upper hand with Ryan, and you're like, oh my god, he's gonna kill Ryan. It was a long ass fight scene. It was really long. Okay, now Marissa showed up. Oh my god, stop it! You're killing it. Trey, get off of him, please. See, like her life please sucks. Stop it. You're killing him. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need I did not need Trey to come back. Like I know. I agree. That you only meant well, but cause you did what you say. That it's all for the best because it is what you say. Just one of best songs of all time. That's how they close out the season with all, uh, so I freaking, my, one of my favorite scenes of the season is when Julie, uh, when Caleb dies and Julie tries to rescue him from the pool. That was yes. like some was David really Fincher shit. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. <laughs> it was a gorgeous scene. It was really good. Was that so well season shot. finale was amazing. It was great. But uh, Tony, you said you were like, I did not need Trey to come back. I'm like, the fact that they kill Marissa and she actually dies, and the fact that they kill Trey and he doesn't die, I'm I like, know. what? It's so frustrating. And the scene, I think, would have been more powerful if he actually died. Yes, I know. You know, I mean, it's still really powerful, but I don't yeah, know. I mean, from I like season to... one when he was like, all right, go, little bro, have have a life. I never needed him to yeah. come back. I either. did not need him to come back. No. Anyway. Probably do you find that actor hot, though. Yes. Yes. Unfortunately. Yeah. Love a bad boy. Yeah. Hated that girl but, though. Ugh. Yes. She was dumb on my piece shoe. of work. Real piece of work. Real, Real piece, piece of work. work. Real piece of work. <laughs> That's another parks. That's a deep park. Sorry. Yep. 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 Sorry. Yep. Yep. Hey, Tony can hang. So I also love that hide and seek at, um, it was kind of the bookends of that episode because it, I believe it opened with Caleb's funeral and hide and seek played then. And then we have, it happen really suddenly as she shoots him. And and so it's, it's kind of mirroring the, like the death and the loss. And I thought that was yeah. really, and it's a gorgeous good. song. We all remember. It is. I recently actually threw it onto one of my playlists and I have not regretted the return. Of course. To old imaging, but we also get Another- Kristen's accident, right? Yes, I think that's playing as well when that happens too. Ooh, I hate car accidents on TV. I know. I just hate it. It was just like, ah, so much stuff is happening. (laughs) So many things are happening. Um, Speaking of iconic songs, I, this didn't happen in any particular scene, but I just remember like a sweeping, beautiful shot of the beach and this beautiful song playing. Uh, I mean, talk about a time capsule song. Nothing will ever rival this album's release. No, ever. And that is, of course, Seth's favorite band. And they do play. It was Adam Brody's at the time. He was a lot of the music influence. They would be like, okay, what band do you want us to get on the show? And he'd be like, can you get Death Cat? And they'd be like, (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay, it was huge. They oh, were great. Yeah, I remember yes. my brother going to see them, and I couldn't go. And he like called me. I just remember my flip phone holding it to my ear, like during "I'll Follow You Into the Dark," so that I could hear oh. like old school, oh. early aughts days. Yeah. So good. I saw them. 
I I saw them at the Ryman a couple years ago, and then I also saw them at Bonnaroo, and they were kind of playing their newer stuff. And then he was like, "So we weren't going to play this song, but when Chance the Rapper runs into you and says you have to play it, then you have <laughs> you to." Have and to so it. that he played, "I will follow you into the dark." Oh, it was so that. good. <sighs> but yeah, I think this. Yeah, this finale really did it for me. I loved it. I agree. So some more music moments as we close out. I loved this song's called Dice by Finley Quay and William Orbit. And this is in the New Year's Eve um, episode where that freaking Oliver is. Oh, God. Swooping in on our Marissa and Ryan is slow motion running to get to her and just gets there at the exact right moment. And he does have excellent timing. He does. And he's like running up the stairs. I think, oh yeah, the elevators are working. Yes. He's run up the stairs and um They had like first start just started dating, kind of, right? It was early. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Yeah, it was early. This is a great episode. So good. This was one of my favorite, like I feel like it was the first one where I was like, ooh, this is probably a favorite. Yeah. yeah. This is getting me. This is Sandy Cohen. God, this is getting me right now. Andy Cohen, pleasure swinging with you. Like, <laughs> yes. Oh, I love so good. I'm gonna skip ahead to it. Oh, you. Oh, I remember this one. Right? I think it was when they were talking about some like Sandy was like selling out or something to protect Caleb. I can't remember. Oh, that was probably the parallel scene of of Ryan running to Marissa. Yeah, and, and all the women drawing watches from the bowl for the for the swinging session. Oh, oh my gosh, yes. yes. Yeah. That was such a good scene. That was such great. Do you think they're actually maybe going to do it? And then yeah. they're like, let's get out of here. Uh, let's go home, swinger. Like, kill me. Yeah. Oh, it's so, so cute. cute. So good. They're that's, so cute. They're so into each other. I love it. Yeah, yeah I love that part. Right? Um, that's yeah. that's the song where like it will, um, once you hear it, it just goes back on your playlist for sure. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Uh, All right. I think it. we close out with the other, I think probably most iconic. And this is very early on. I think it's the second episode um, when they move Ryan into the like abandoned house oh. next door. And there's all the candles and there's mm-hmm. classic. That's such a good episode too. This beautiful song um, from Shrek. Um, it's called Hallelujah by Jeff Buck. <laughs> Originally Shrek. written for the score of Shrek. Yes, of Shrek. It's actually a different version of Holiday and Shrek, but it's like lighting candles in a tent yes. in a McMansion, right? But he's soon and I just to remember, burn down. They don't kiss in this episode, and you want them to kiss. Yes, I yeah. remember that. Oh. And he's like, "Go, go!" And then he yes. just turns around. Yes, it's so dramatic. I love it. Oh yeah, so good. Amazing. I love that it takes so oh, long yeah. to get into the vamp, you know. Beautiful. I love that. Okay, guys. Well, I heard there was the David played. I mean, that song will always make me cry, no matter what's going on. But there was a no, lot going yeah. on for Shrek sure. Too. Oh my god. Oh Shrek! Yeah, Shrek yeah. slays me. Right. I have a song he... suggestion though. Oh please. There's one called "Honey in the Moon." It's in the Ooh. first episode when um, okay. when Ryan's driving away and he's looking back and like the line that goes Ooh. is like, if you weren't real, I would make you up. 
as he's looking at Marissa, just oh. spot on perfect. Oh yeah. yes, Joseph Arthur. This one I love. Also, this since one. we're Thank already you. kind of talking about that she dies, um, mm-hmm. the, yeah. the scene when he rescues her in Tijuana and he's holding her—that's yeah. what yeah. they homage to in her last scene. It's this same okay. shot. Not Tijuana, the pilot when she's just drunk on the driveway. So it actually mirrors. Oh, he definitely the did it in Tijuana oh. too, though. Does wow. he? Well, yeah. maybe, maybe it just he happens a up. lot, and I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, but it's the iconic Classic like walking to the pool house yes. in yeah. the pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, and here we go. Yes, I will plug now. I have a playlist called "Welcome to the OC, Bitches." Yes. Yo, send that I link. Included the best. I definitely will. Don't know why I'm still afraid. If you weren't real, I would make you up. So Such a perfect line. Right? Follow through. I know that your love is true and deep as the sea. But right now, everything you want is wrong and right now. All your dreams are waking up. And, and then Rooney. How could we forget Rooney? So many Rooney songs. Right? That's true. Ugh, yes. There were so many. Iconic. Yeah. Such a good soundtrack, man. It is peak. And I just love, I love shows that make that the focus. Me too. Yeah. How do we want to close this out, y'all? Oh, we have some questions and comments from we the just, audience. Yeah, we just need to do those comments. They're just Coming a couple funny ones. On, on TikTok. Yeah. We, yes. yes. One is from our, on um, from our own. Carly just says puka shells. <laughs> yeah, I really just wanted to discuss. <laughs> I just puka really shells. missed them. And I loved having them around while I was watching the OC. And Although once I we got had one, Luke, I think I bought one in Belize. A puka shell. Oh yeah. Oh, I just remember Did thinking you... they were so saucy. I know, yeah. right? Did you like Ryan's male choker in the first <laughs> three, four episodes? <laughs> he did it, but I understand why it needed to be there. Yeah. Yes, I understood its place. I have a thing about male jewelry. Mm-hmm. Not that I hate him. Yeah. Chokers are awesome on girls. I don't know if they work on dudes. At I all, agree. And when Lindsay Lohan had her choker oh, with her most iconic and Freaky Friday. Oh my, oh my yeah. God. I think I tried to make that at home. I tried to make just... everything that girl wore in Freaky Friday. Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. I'm going to go listen to I want to get out. I want to shout out. Hey. hey. Okay. This is why the show goes okay. on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we had a couple comments. Um, this is. This is actually from a new friend that I don't know her last name. So I put Katie Marie because that's her Instagram. Um, she is going to host my house show in Austin eventually. So that's fun. Shout she put, Katie. who else tried to get their haircut like Misha Barton, dot, dot, dot. And how did that work out for you? Dot, dot, dot. Oh, she was a trendsetter. It's like the. It's kind of like the Rachel. Yeah, I was going to say that. The young oh. adults, yeah. Rachel. Yes. Well, and just the stick straight hair. That used to be such oh a my big thing. God, yeah. my straightener. You got was your like- chi and you were just like. Oh, remember those bitches would go crease, up to like you were 500 like, degrees. Yes. Those bitches. <laughs> yeah. That New Year's Eve episode when she had her hair slicked back a lot, that was maybe my favorite hair look of hers. Ooh, if you remember I that. love that look when yeah. it's like kind of big and slicked back. Yeah. And, oh, it looks so cool. She looks so cool. Ugh, she was always rocking it. Yes. Yeah. And then from um, our day one listener, Lizzie Schultz, um, she Some said, ladies. "What is it about Amy? Yeah, <laughs> what is it about Adam Brody that makes him so attractive? I've never been able to define it. He's just so charismatic. He's just yes, and but so approachable and so smart, and yeah, 
Dave Rogowski forever. Oh, Broads. I love that um, Leeton Meester is like kind of a a little Rachel Bilson lookalike. Bad. Like he never truly got over her, right? Yeah. Rachel Bilson way better looking than Leighton Meester. You think? Yeah. Okay. Mm. yeah. I would say well, they're pretty neck and neck for me. I know. Well, and then yeah, there's the classic Leighton Meester, <laughs> Minka Kelly lookalike. Oh, Minka thing. Kelly tops. Another Friday Night Lights tie-in. But yeah, Minka Kelly's the hottest, I think, of all She's three. She's a fucking babe. But let's not pit women against women. They're all <laughs> you're all beautiful. You're all, you're all beautiful. sparkling celebrities. Yes. So yes. We can't answer your question, Lizzie. He just we can't uses charisma. It's just, it's just it. He's a yeah. funny, silly boy. Mm. But he's and he never ages. He still looks the same. Yeah. yeah. You see him in New Girl? He was awesome in New Girl. Oh my god, yes. I loved yeah. him in New Girl. That was so a hilarious good. episode. Yeah. Uh, well, well, well. Well, 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 y'all. We're going to wrap up part one, our beloved seasons one and two. We end yeah, with, so good. wait, is Trey like in a coma or what? Or do we see yeah. him wake up? No, I think it ends like that because I remember the opening of season three, they're like running in the hospital. Yes. And I think I thought he was Which dead, allows me to make my next not. comment, which is a teaser for fart, for part two. This is not- For fart. For fart two. <laughs> remember. This is not the only season finale where someone's in a coma. <gasps> Gets worse. <laughs> I'm like trying to remember now. <laughs> no, it's like the most hated plotline of all of them. I'll tell you later. And I don't know. Uh, this is a weird episode. So tired. So I don't know how to close it out. <laughs> Tony, thank you so much for joining us. Yes. And sharing so your love of this beautiful show. Yes, and your knowledge. Yeah. May the show live forever. Yeah. Yes. Amen. May it may its legacy never die. Amen. <laughs> well, y'all, we are starting season three of our real show, Friday Night Lights, next week. So tune in. This has been an Ocean Raptus. Only part one. Part two is coming, y'all. If you haven't watched the show, it's on HBO Max. We watched it for the first time, and it was great. Yeah. So Highly join suggest. us and you. Join us in revisiting the early 2000s. Join us we in never dealing with our trauma and exclusively watching early 2000s television that makes us feel yes. safe. Yes, please join Cheers. us in this magical land. Hustles grab your guns, your shadow weighs a ton. Driving down the 101. California, Nothing's gonna stop me now California, here we come Right back where we started from A pedal to the floor, thinking of the war Gotta get us to the show, California